morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning, July. Good morning. Music, talk, inspiration, in perspective. Your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM, ninety-seven point three.
24 minutes past six. Dan Asama with uh, a very popular rendition of a famous hymn, Guide Me, O Thou Great Jehovah. Welcoming you to the City Breakfast Show. It's Wednesday morning. It's the 25th of January. Starting off with Business Sense brought to you by ADB. There's newspaper review. There's also on top of that business news and sports. So much happening in Ghana. So much happening in our world. If you're an existing customer with an ADB loan, we will give you better terms. Reduce interest rate, extended repayment period, and you also maintain your existing monthly repayment amount. It's called the Special Personal Loan Top-Up to meet your school, your hostel, your rent, your mortgage, your domestic needs and more. Call 059-384-4898. So I had something pretty radical this week in a podcast I was listening to. And the gentleman says, uh, knowledge is not power. (laughs) This thing... So it says, it's not what we know that makes us successful. It's what we do with what we know that makes us true successes. It's not what we know that makes us... For example, you 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 you, you know that you have to learn how to drive, as an example, right? And you know that to succeed in the world of work, you probably need to learn a second language. Or you learn... You need to acquire some skills like typing, coding, and all those things. You know all those things. You know for a fact... Now, he says that knowledge is not power until you act on it. So he says, it's not what you know that makes you successful. It's what you do with what you know that makes you a true success. So knowledge is not an end in itself. It's practice that is the key to power. Or applied knowledge is the key to power. Think about that. For business sense. Brought to you by ADB. Truly a Greek and more. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. The power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. Lying to the rain 
right, so 629, we're getting to the news about reviews brought to us by Total Energy's Marketing PLC, right? Your trusted OMC. We are judged the company of the year within that sector three straight years by CIMG. We are happy about that, and we've been inducted into the Hall of Fame for Petroleum. And with pride, we dedicate this and many other awards to our valued customers. Thanks for your unwavering trust and loyalty to the Total Energies brand. We'll continue to deliver exciting, innovative products and services that meet your need. All right, so yesterday was what you would call a busy news day. You know, I said to you a few days mm. ago that there were days that were slow news days. So yeah. yesterday, I mean, stuff happening on the cathedral, Isturanaba and Duncan Williams issued some letter. Mm. Poco Nina is responding. Then we see the letter from the... Initially, we saw the letter written to Avedi, yeah. informing him that he is no longer deputy ma- minority. Then we see the full letter. Then we are scrambling to get more information. And then all kinds of things happen across the country. Free SHS issues, food, buffer stock. We haven't finished dealing with the COVID um, document. Mm-hmm. That was the big story for Monday. Mm-hmm. And we are working our way through it. And then all of this comes in. And, and then in all of that, Bernard, there's quality of life issues. Like? Like, Bernard. I, I, I'm a Dansuman guy. You are a Lego Madina guy, right? Yes. Like, traditionally. Yes. Quality of life issue, like what? Bernard, where I live has changed, though. Like, very soon we live in markets. Everywhere. People are selling in front of Everywhere the house. Everywhere is the commercial area now. There's no, there's no regulation. Yeah, Charlie Bernard, we are suffering. Charlie. Like, which part are you talking about? But I live in Dansuman. Yeah. Right? This morning, I was. You can't sleep because my next next door you have bar. Behind you is church. Oh, On your left uh, side bar, in front of you, prostitutes. Oh, you alone? But at one person. Maybe you. Yeah. Should, maybe you should, maybe they want you to sell the place. <laughs> but this is down someone used to be prime. This but down someone is the template for most residential estates in Africa. But it's also gentrified quite quickly. Very. Uh, that is even it's the point I was coming to, Bernard. Yeah. So you know. Uh, they've put now this morning, for instance. <laughs> you know that that's my last stop. You know that's my I last, last stop. The junction before uh, Star of the Sea. Yes. There's a filling station. They are, they are like I, uh, Bernard. I have not been driven past that area in two months. I went past that area this morning. There's a filling station right at the Odarin Junction School. Like, how is there a filling station here? Perfect. The way our cities develop is not even within the remit of logic. They don't it's even discuss like, it with us. Once somebody has enough money, he wants to do something. He pays the right people. He would do it. So maybe it's a good opportunity to discuss with Mr. Bray how on earth that filling station popped up because you have access to it. was here a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, but, He's but, the but, it's, but it's not even just about that. Ask, that, that we, are, we are paying across the board for just a poor assessment of where we live and the spaces. But, because that's, now, but, that's, but that's local government. Yeah, I know. But because at the moment, a lot of people basically... Either you sleep in the afternoon or you sleep in the night because of the noise. Yeah, you can't live anywhere. Property so, so, so values let, are diminishing. Let, 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 let me just understand something. So where you are is supposed to be it's supposed to be a residential area. It's supposed to be. There are churches next door. There are churches. There are brothels. There are filling stations. There are nightclubs. Oh, there are within the same in the same space. Now filling stations and also, and popping also, up, and you also live there. Yeah, filling stations popping up. You see, and the reason why this is important is. You have schools, right? You put a filling station there. Now, legally, the filling station will meet the requirement. They say 60 meters from a public something. So if you take the tape measure, yeah. it will meet it. But it basically changes the living conditions of the people. Because if a child normally would walk through the left side, the child now walks through the right side. There's a bus stop there. All these things are not taken into consideration and then they're just killing us everywhere but, but, we live. So if it's private property and I want to convert it into whatever I want to convert it into, 
Do I still need to talk to the community? Why shouldn't you be at this residential area? That's the point I'm making. Okay. You know what? We'll spend some time on this, but I just want to say that... You, where you live, no, has it changed? Where you grew up, has it changed? The last time I went to that area, I couldn't recognize the place. Ah, the, the, place the place where yeah. I was born, mm -hmm. where I lived, the last time I went there, mm -hmm. everybody who lives there has left. <laughs> yeah, everybody's leaving! And the, sky, the number of kiosks, and this is Madin I'm talking mm -hmm. about, like, it has been... The kiosks have taken over the road. They have kiosks yeah. the place for you. Yeah, but you know what? Let's anyway, get into the newspaper. We'll let, come me back take, to let me take you to the front page of the Daily Mail. Okay, guy. very well. Yeah. Where local coups are taking place, apparently. I see a Ketia fires Haruna Muntaka in NDC coup. <laughs> and there's a photo of a smiling Haruna Idris. We're smiling Mohamed Mubarak Muntaka. And a super smiley Johnson. I see a Ketia. Yes. Two cathedral board members demand project suspension. Alex Mould, Gavivina. To cough up five million Ghana cities, ex Maslock boss bail. AG has Collins down the four others with new charges. Let me take you to the Ghanaian terms. The big story says 10.4 million procurement breach scandal. The Office of the Special Prosecutor drags NDA, which is the Northern Development Authority CEO, three others to court. Also, minority reshuffles front bench. Dr. Tofosi replaces Haruna Idrisu and Agboja takes over from Muntaka. Also on the front page this morning, Missing Twins Saga, 37 military hospital apologizes to couple. Claims scans were incorrect. Mm -hmm. And 3,000 Bongo residents set to gain employment under community mining scheme. The Herald's front page also goes with the NDC changes in parliament, but he's giving us the story behind the story. Uh -huh. The story behind changes okay. on NDC parliamentary bench after six years tenure out, but Avokamutala Ayine go inward looking. Uh, the Anaba Danka Williams story is there. So every, uh, every paper is taking their position. Yes, yes. Okay. And there's good news. A kung fu, a kung fi, uh, fruits and juices is entering the US, UK, and Dubai soon. Oh, okay. I see. Have they changed the name from Eco Juice or to. No, no, no. no. The company the is uh, Ekunfi Fruits. Oh, and juice. okay. Now, the finder says this morning IEA suggests cuts to save 24 billion Ghana cities annually for our country mm. during the lifespan of domestic debt exchange program. Also, government to raise local giants in small-scale mining industry, according to Abu Jinapo, the minister for the sector, and um, for to face prosecution over 10.4 million Northern Development Authority scandal. The story about the reshuffle in Parliament also on the front page this morning. The Republic Press goes with COVID cash intact. Minister of Health sets records straight on $81 million delayed vaccine. Um, the uh, Mosquitoes First Coup d'etat is on the front page of the paper. Okay. I support Kennedy Japan for President uh, Usu yeah. Bempa. And you, you notice the, the choice of my first coup d'etat yes, being Muhammad's a reference book. to Mohammed's uh, autobiography. Yes. Mm -hmm. So when they say Mosquitoes First Coup d'etat, yeah. they are playing on that. For, yeah. the, for those who haven't seen the seen connection. The, connection. <laughs> the Ghanaian publisher says this morning, Frema charges... SOEs to prioritize audited account management. Okay. Also, NDA boss three others charged with corruption. Mm. Jinapo pushes for responsible mm. mining mm. as he launches Bongo Su community uh, mining scheme. And then again, the story about Haruna. Is it, is it Bongo Su or Bongo Su? Well, Bongo Su. That's what That's it Bongo Su. Ah, okay. Community yeah. mining I, I keep hearing the bongo. I thought maybe it was the bongo. The new publisher goes with uh, one of the stories that uh, was trending on social media yesterday. Side chicks use pasta sugar daddy. He promised to divorce his wife and marry me. Uh, the, they've put a photo of the plaintiff here. Where is the photo of the pasta? 
Put him there but, too. But, but, Kasa, but, two but doesn't the newspaper deserve the right of who to no, put no, 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 they cannot. But you two write your own and put your own. No, the newspaper should put the pastor there too. Put his face there. He's not a pastor. He is a banker and a deacon. The same pastor here. Me, I'm reading what the paper said. not a pastor. Why are you pastorizing them? I please, I'm reading the paper. They should put his face there. You have put only the woman's face there. Ghana ranks first in Africa's digital index. Okay, yes, continue. The Chronicle says NDC. You It's a basa basa story. Who got there? It be chaka. Who got there? Let's have a good morning. When somebody says something is chaka, who got there? You know when city people say, "Listen, please forgive us." When city people say something is chaka. <laughs> Something small. Okay. <laughs> Before read the story. Yeah, guys, I'm reading the story. I don't know why you are even inviting me into your side issues. Uh-huh. Now the chronicle says NDC use Haruna, mm-hmm. Muntaka, and dump them. Oh, chronicle. <laughs> Can you imagine? Mm-hmm. Never let a wishbone grow where a backbone should be. Oh. I will forever serve my country. Haruna's reaction. What's the Bible verse for the day? Uh, it says Genesis th- uh, 40 23. <laughs> Yet the chief Cabrera did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it! I knew it! No <laughs> <miss a bit. laughs> there, there's a complying biblical position. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me take you for no, Hold on, still on the chronicle. There are a few more stories. Okay, information ministry AG rejected our input so basically talking about the auditor general's report mm-hmm. and they're claiming that mm-hmm. the uh, attorney uh, what the auditor general re- rejected their input on some of the mm-hmm. ill findings made against them also our work with the clergy if elected president mm-hmm. alan, alan met a, a slew of men of god mm-hmm. at a, a program a few mm-hmm. days ago mm-hmm. and it was an interesting one yeah indeed. That's right. Yes, the elections are coming, mm-hmm. and the, the men of God are being courted. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of which, there's a story I don't know if you've seen where a student Duncan Williams have. Yeah, we've mentioned that. Okay, we've mentioned that. Okay. Yes, we've mentioned. That. Finally, from me, Bernard, mm-hmm. uh, from the front pages of the BNFT, our Greek CSOs want tax exemptions on imported inputs. Mm-hmm. Uh, tariffs, tariffs hike will dampen recovery and employment. Mm-hmm. Financial services industry to unite against debt exchange. Mm-hmm. And then global education has reached a tipping point. This is uh, from the pres- a feature written by the President of the Republic of Ghana. I'll okay. give you details on that one later. Okay, and the new crusading guide says sack NDA boss pressure mounts on government to sack Sumaila Abdul Rahman over OSP criminal charge. All right. Also, some of the stories here. Ghana's ultimate imp- entrepreneur competition kicks off mm. and shake up in NDC minority. Haruna Idrisu out at forcing. Let me give you a few more stories of interest. So, Okujato Blackwise on citynewsroom.com. He was on Face to Face yesterday. He says, National Cathedral may cost a billion dollars. Not 400 million. He's a guy on that beat. Mm. Now, a lot of reactions to the minority shakeup. For example, Aine says lack of consultation over shakeup is deeply worrying. Mm-hmm. And then Fifi created defense changes in parliament and says there, were, there was consultation. He also says that the decision will not be reversed. Mm. Now, <laughs> yeah. And then, Asilu uh, Ketia says era of uh, 2024 polls will be based on economy. So Asilu Ketia in justifying the reshuffle. And then, um, Tamale South. 
angry NDC members give party 24 hours to reverse Harunet's removal. So, okay. meanwhile, National Cathedral Board is engaging Deloitte for statutory audit of the project. Mm-hmm. Now, that story has become necessary because if you go on my journal online, the mm-hmm. lead story there is that Duncan Williams and Eastwood Anaba mm-hmm. call for suspension of National Cathedral construction until an independent audit is done. The two purposes. Yes, and then there was a... So, the, 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 re, the reaction from the board was that they would do this. And then, meanwhile, they also said they will cooperate with Shrai's investigation. So the statement that Opoku Nina signed also addressed that matter. And then a lot of stories around the Haruna and Co. removal. And just to give you a quick story from Nigeria. Nigeria sees $4.3 billion of cash returning to banks on currency note redesign. You know, they redesigned their currency and sort of it led to some concern about whether people would actually send their money to the banks. Bloomberg is reporting that over $4 billion of money has returned to the banking system mm-hmm. following that exercise. Keep an eye on that as well. All right, let's start with the minority story with yeah. the various angles. I feel that the papers are all giving their slant. So let yeah. me just give you the generic. Okay, the generic, give you the, slant. the generic story is basically that the NDC has seen their front bench yeah. in parliament. Yeah. The chairman of the party says this was because there is a focus on the economy in the election. He spoke to City News and he said that. Fifi Kwete spoke to Mario Sanda on Eyewitness News and also justified the decision and said it was not personal. Mm-hmm. Now, the reactions have been many. Mm-hmm. Dominic Aine, who is a, one people may have tipped for the position, or one of the positions, who is a lawyer, he is MP for Bulga East. He says that there was lack of consultation and the decision was undemocratic. Mm-hmm. And then, Kletus Avoka also says same. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to go to give me two stories. Which yes. So the, but, but who are the people? I think we just yes, have sorry, to let me, So, So, the three people who have come in, mm-hmm. Kazel Atuforsen, mm-hmm. Member of Parliament for Ejumaku, Enyan, Esiam. Then you have Emmanuel Amakufibwa, MP for Elembele. So Kassiel is the minority leader. Um, what do you call it? Um, Amakufibwa is the deputy minority leader. And then MP for Adakulu, Governor Kwame Agboja, has replaced Muntaka Mohammed as the minority chief whip. Uh, the two people in the position of deputy whips have been maintained. Yep. MP for Banda Ahmed Ibrahim. And comfort though your guns have been maintained. So the big issue is Haruna replaced by Cassiel. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Averji replaced by Kofi um, um, Bua. Uh, and then, of course, Muntaka replaced by um, this, this person. Yeah, now, yeah. the angles I thought you should focus on. Yes. Chronicle is saying that they've been used and dumped. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the Herald is giving the story Herald behind the story. Justifying the removal. In other words, help me. If no, the, the Herald is providing what. It says is the story behind the story. Which okay. is what? So inside Africa, should I give you the inside? What, what, what are they saying? Okay, so the Herald is saying that um, the changes were necessitated uh, by a couple of issues. Mm-hmm. Now, according to the newspaper sources, and you find this on page four uh, of the newspaper, the first one had to do with the appointments committee issues. Okay. Um, the retention of Mr. Kenofoyata, for instance, was. Uh, a source of contention. Now, according to the paper, the changes had been discussed and dropped on the table for a long time mm-hmm. until yesterday when it was finally announced. Now, the issue was that they don't know who was going to sign it mm-hmm. prior to the election. Mm-hmm. Chairman, uh, for some part, for them, they didn't want to sign. Mm-hmm. And the Sedu also didn't want to sign because he felt it would be used against him during the election. During the election. Now, the Herald further learns that armed with the information that there were going to be changes on the NDC parliamentary bench, some of the MPs went all out to campaign against Mr. Sidun Ketia. 
so they, yeah, so that's some of the some background. of the backstory. Yeah. Okay. So if you go to the Chronicle, mm. they deal with matters regarding opposition, anti-Mahama, signs of mistrust. Do, do, and then also uh, Chairman reacts. So they have four broad you know, uh, sub-headlines that are mm-hmm. dealing with this particular matter. Mm-hmm. For instance, if you go to the area of opposition, the removal of the minority leadership is being opposed by Tamale Central Member of Parliament, Ibrahim Mutala Mohammed, mm-hmm. who believes the party is only bringing in inexperienced legislators to steer the affairs of the minority. Now, if you go to the the, 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 the subsection dealing with uh, anti-Mahama, they say that the reshuffle in the leadership of the NDC party in parliament has been viewed by a section of the public as former President John Mahama flexing his muscles on his internal opponents. Now, a section of the supporters of the party who have alleged that the Mahama agenda is in full flight have mm. criticized the decision by Nothing. the party. And uh-huh. then also they say that there's also a question of lack of trust uh-huh. uh, to, uh, towards the, the, the former leadership or the outgoing leadership. Mm-hmm. And they reference uh, Sabi Jemfi's, um you know, salvos uh, uh-huh. from outside parliament directed at the leadership following mm-hmm. the... the, right. the Let's go to the National Cathedral. On, 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 on so so the National mm. Cathedral stories are quite many as well. Yes. So two eminent pastors have mm. written to ask for suspension of the National Cathedral. Yes. Sto- story was originally released by Joy and other media houses also got the story. So the story says, Archbishop Nicholas Duncan Williams and Reverend to Anaba say... Uh, there's need for an independent suspension of the National Cathedral Project and a financial audit to be undertaken. And they say their call is based on the controversies surrounding the project. According to them, mm-hmm. the suspension will pave way for transparency and accountability provided to the Ghanaian people. Mm-hmm. Now, they sent a memo to the Board of Trustees dated Monday, January 23. Now, reacting to this, the uh, Board of Trustees mm-hmm. has issued a three- or four-page statement in which Opoko Nyena has said that, it, indeed, they are engaging... Deloitte for a statutory audit, mm-hmm. so they sort of agree, but they, they are not suspending the project. Mm-hmm. And he's also saying that they, um, uh, he said, said, said a couple of things actually on in in that. I wanted to read the full thing, but I don't I don't think we have the time. But basically, saying that the National Cathedral will be subjected to a statutory audit, and that's already happening. Yeah. Now, while that they is, they also say they are going to subject themselves to the full scope of strategies. Yes, thank you for that one. Uh-huh. Then Okujeto Ablakwa, who's the main campaigner against the cathedral from the political side, uh-huh. has uh, made two more revelations on face to face with Umar Sand Ahmad, who mm-hmm. says the project may now cost a billion dollars, so not even hey. four hundred million. <laughs> what is well, it? Yeah, he's, claimed, he's, he's, claiming he's claiming that the the project will cost the taxpayer a total of one billion dollars. And he's making his calculation of all that has happened. He says, we are told by the Minister of Finance the project will cost 100 million. Then he keeps on adding various things, including the fact that there were demolitions on prime land and all of that before. Mm -hmm. So that's his his view on that issue as well. So the good news is that for now, it would seem that the hitherto, if you like, Dismissive attitude generally by the board the, to, has, has actually been, yeah, because uh, the papacy has entered, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But you know, it says the statements say a lot about the board, but I'll leave that for another day. <laughs> you, you, you know, the, the original, uh, uh, Dan, uh, sorry, you wrote you read the the Dark Ward Mills one, yes, mm-hmm. and then the reaction was very, I can say, abrasive, yeah, very, it's like. You don't you don't know everything, you don't everything. So, uh, because I, I think they felt he was the only person. Mm-hmm. Now that Duncan and Eastwood, two of the most respected in the charismatic field, have joined, mm-hmm. it's almost like two of the other most respected. Yeah. So I think the, the tone has changed yeah, 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 a yeah, bit. But, but to be fair, even before that, they granted interviews. Joyce, I spoke on Eyewitness News as well. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like they are. 
they are realizing that the thing is snowballing. No, what I realized what I realized from it is that the trustees speak for themselves. Uh they are not a collective. Yes. Everybody says because what if saying. if for instance, if you look at Anaba's and Duncan, Anaba and Duncan Williams' joint position, statement. the yeah. joint statement. Yeah. When was the decision taken for the lawyer to come in? Mm. Mm. Well, well, because they're, they're saying it was used on Monday. Yes. Yeah, but the, the so what was the decision taken? That Deloitte, if you re, if you read the statement, there's mm. some indication that they must have always been. So how come yes. Duncan so and, and didn't know. not have known uh, that by that Monday that they issued a statement that uh-huh, do an independent audit and then you release a statement on the same day they, saying they've been engaged? You, 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 so, so that's what I'm saying. That you they should look at themselves. The board always an auditor serving. No, but no, but which is why the the dark original point is interesting. That a lot of things may be happening that day on the board. Know. Yeah, no, no. So if two eminent members of the board do not know mm-hmm. that there's Deloitte being, you, you can't contact Deloitte today and say they should come and do audit. Do audit. So obviously there's been some engagement. Uh-huh. So why would Duncan Williams and Sonaba say do an audit, knowing already that Deloitte is in the picture? Yeah. So that's what I'm saying that you always have, for instance, the Auditor General doing the auditing of government yes. regularly. But there are times you engage them to do special audits to deal with that. We understand that. We understand that. We're talking about the timelines. timelines. That's why I'm saying that, you know, this goes on to, for me, Mm -hmm. just after I said the point Doug, original point Doug made, that the board of trustees, they are just there. So they are not necessarily in control of the process. process. Because if two key members knew, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't be asking. Let's go to OSP. Mm. (laughs) 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 The 13th of the Guardian Times says, uh, 10.4 million procurement breach. The OSP yeah. is bearing teeth yep. against the NDA CEO and three others. The story mm-hmm. is by Malik Suleimana, and it says that the Office of the Special Prosecutor has filed criminal charges related to procurement breaches totaling 10,400,000 new Ghana cities involving the former Chief Executive Officer of Northern Development Authority mm-hmm. and three others at the Tamale High Court. Mm-hmm. It's actually High Court, Tamale, mm-hmm. the criminal division. Mm-hmm. Now, they are Sumaila Abdul Rahman, who is 56, Stephen mm-hmm. Yergu um, Engman, who is 50, Deputy Chief Executive in charge of operations of the NDA and Patrick Seidu, who is also 50, deputy NDA in charge of finance and Andrew um, Kundari, who is 65, the chief executive officer okay. of uh, A and QS Consortium Limited. Right. You know that recently there was a statement from the uh, spe- uh, special prosecutor giving indication mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. they had finished investigations on some yeah. of these matters and two of them yes. are likely to be prosecuted before. Now, I must say kudos to Martin yeah. Kibu. Yeah, yeah. the story this. I wanted to uh, you to do deal with was the DD quickly. So completely exempt individuals from DDEP over Ghana Association Bank Agreement. So the one of the convenience of the um, independent or individual bondholders is asking the government to completely exempt them because the Ghana Association of Bankers has come to an agreement with the government. So they're saying that that suggests that the government can meet its 80% threshold and therefore they should be exempted. But the Tenka Committee is still, worked, is still working. Mm-hmm. Now let's Let me take you to the new publisher and this story that took over social media yesterday. Yeah. And well, quite a few major news outlets yes. as well. well websites published yes, the story. page two says that a, a, a beautiful young lady by name Deborah Siriam Adabla, resident of Lainakra, has dragged to court a married man she claims forced her into a love and sex relationship with him when she was a national service personnel at the headquarters of a private bank the man was working and still works. Deborah describes herself as a victim of abuse. Did not only sue the married banker who happens to be a junior pastor of a Tema-based charismatic church, but she also sued the bank as a legal entity for failing to protect her and other women, including married women, whom she alleges were forced into unwilling sexual relationships with senior male staff of the bank. 
Uh, so we'll get, into, we'll get into some more detail on this now, later. Now, Reverend Wengam leads Assemblies of God uh, leaders to pick a call on Dr. Baumia. That was uh, a few days ago. Mm-hmm. And then there's a story about Alan meeting um, the church, church leaders. Yes. I that story is um, basically in the... I saw it in the Chronicle. It's also in the new preceding uh, guide newspaper. He says he will work with the clergy if he's yeah, elected yeah, and he right. met... Some of the key people, including Reverend Okwamponsa of uh, Global Revival, Reverend Silfayose, Reverend uh, Bempa, and all, all the others. Mm-hmm. So Alan met them as well. Yeah, and one, uh, the Republic Press's front page says, I support the Japan for president. That's Uzu Bempa. Oh, okay. Also on the front page of that page. But let me take you to that Greek side of yes, things on yes. the BNFT's yeah. front page. You get the story details on page three. Mm. Uh, some key agri CSOs have condemned delays in granting tax exemptions and on imported agrochemicals and inputs. The CSOs, that's the Peasant Farmers Association of Ghana, Chamber of Agribusiness Ghana, Cop Life Ghana, and the National Seed Trade Association of Ghana said the holdup could deny millions of Ghanaians access to cheaper food. Mm-hmm. Also has dire consequences for a sector that they said is already fragile due to global price increases in agric machinery and inputs. Mm-hmm. The, the COVID cases are rising in China and I don't know what to make of it. BBC is reporting mm. that <clears throat> coffins sell out as losses mount. Yep. China COVID. And I just thought this was a strange story. The coffin makers of northern Shanxi province have been busy. Uh, we watched the skills craftsmen as they carved elaborate decorations into freshly cut wood. Over recent months, they say they haven't had time to stop and apparently, in that particular area, area, some even of the population have been infected since China's scrap restrictions in December, according to leading epidemiologist Wu Junyu. You see, it's, it's very interesting that the people were resisting continuous, um, yeah. you know, uh, what you call imposition of curfews and yeah. restrictions on them. And when it became really, really, really dangerous, the government decided, okay, let's ease it. Mm-hmm. The result is what we are seeing. I, I just hope what we are seeing in 2023 January is not what we saw in January 2020, <laughs> where by March there was lockdown. So, I, I, of course, we know a lot more about COVID now, uh-huh. you know. So, and better, let me take another story from elsewhere. Arsenal fans arrested in Uganda after celebrating Manchester. Oh, I thought you give me the, the mining story. <laughs> the story. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah the story <laughs> Tell of, them the all. of the new crusading guide. Where's the, 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 the Bongo mining story? Uh, it's also in the new uh, crusading guide. The Arsenal that, fans have been arrested. Yeah, I said at least eight <laughs> Arsenal fans have been oh. arrested in the Uganda city of Jinga oh. um, after celebrating the club's win against Manchester United in the English Premier League. Yes. Oh. Fans were wearing the club's red jersey and carrying a symbolic trophy. Now, please said they did not have a permit True. to hold a procession, which is a public order. But they haven't even won the league and they are doing procession. <laughs> That's what it what is the mining story? Yeah, the mining story uh, basically deals with Abu Jinapur, the minister, uh, launching a community uh, mining scheme mm-hmm. in the Bongosu uh, community in the Upper East region. Mm-hmm. And the story says the minister for lands and natural resources, the Honorable Samuel Abdullah Jinapur, yesterday mm-hmm. um, launched the Bongosu community mining scheme at uh, Bongosu in the Upper East region. Mm-hmm. Now, at a colorful ceremony graced by the uh, Upper East Regional Minister, Honorable Stephen Yakubu, and some traditional authorities in the area, Honorable Samuel Abujinapo commissioned the Bongosu Community Mining Scheme, which is expected to provide direct and indirect jobs to the people of Bongo and its environs. Now, addressing the gathering, the Honorable Samuel uh, Jinapo uh, disclosed that the northern part of the country has been blessed with rich mineral deposit. And goes on to tell you what they intend to do with uh, this scheme in the, order to create jobs. There's a correction on the pronunciation of the, the area. I think it says a soy. 
Bongosoy. Bongosoy. Not Bongosoy. I think if you missed that. But quite a few messages addressing that issue I raised on where we live. Yeah, yeah. Actually, before you go, there's a very important message that somebody sent for me to give you. Bernard, there's a new requirement under Act 925 for a person to procure land use certificate before changing the current use of land. Example, from private to commercial. The assemblies breach the law. The law also makes provision for displayed in the public data room. This is David Ofosudote, a lawyer. So in reaction oh, to your point. So actually you can David, thank you. So you can take Act nine two five from Sky and then march to George Bray's office and say, Opinion, what are you doing? Hey Mr. Bray, good morning. Let's do I'm something. I'm coming to look for let's you. Let's deal with this matter. Yeah. You have to, so <laughs> we are coming. Let's arm ourselves with Act nine two five. I am printing it to all the residents to win conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. It's a minute to seven. The City Business News is coming up shortly. Brought to us by Enterprise Life, Access Bank, Goyle, and MTN. Well, is your SIM card registered? Please dial star 400 hash to check the status. If you fully registered your SIM card, then you should see the following. Your name appears on your valid national ID card, unique code with a set of alphanumeric digits unique to you, and a B cup with the words yes. Please do well to visit any MTN service center today to get your biometric details captured. If you do not see B cup with the word yes, buy it. Registration is free actually, and you will not be required to make any payments. And it's also will give you one gig of free data valid for seven days. Let's work together to enable you use MTN number. And go, your OMC of choice keeps making life ever so convenient. We now accept Momo for all fuel you buy. Just remember to Momo it at Goyle. That's not all. You can also use your bank card and uh, other bank cards to buy fuel at Goyle. Visit our social media pages for more information. Goyle Good Energy. Michael Ogbodu. Is in the house. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Bernard. Hello, and welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle Enterprise Life Your Advantage Access Bank, modern banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Coming up, as the conversation on the debt exchange program lingers, Institute of Economic Affairs projects government could save over 30 billion cities by cutting down on its expenditure. Also, energy consultant Dr. Yusuf Suleimana urges government to rather focus on stabilizing the economy if it plans on reducing the cost of fuel than pushing the goal for oil policy. Now to our first story, the Institute for Economic Affairs, IEA, says the government can save over 30 billion cities by cutting down on its expenditure. Government is currently negotiating with bondholders for their inclusion in the domestic debt exchange program in a bid to solve the country's debt situation. According to the IEA, in proposing that Alternatively, government can proceed with the DDEP without bondholders losing their investments. The IEA further states that if government maintains fiscal discipline, it may reduce the loss of bondholders by over 21 billion cities. Professor Alexander Bilsendako is an international scholar at the IEA speaking at a media engagement. 34 billion Ghana cities is what government will save in terms of present value. Okay, present value of what individuals will lose to government. IEA has proposed another alternative DDE that could reduce 
this this wealth that bondholders will lose from 34 to uh, about 21 billion. It's just significant about about 15 billion uh, Ghana city will be saved. Uh, and in other words, will be wealth that belongs to the bondholders that will not go to market. It is very possible that even if the current form of the DDE doesn't hold because uh, various bondholding uh, constituents are renegotiating for a better term, a, great, a better alternative like the one we wrote out could be uh, accepting to government and the IMF and then we'll be able to save the economy into that was Professor Alexander Bilson Dakon, who is an international scholar at the Institute of Economic Affairs, IEA. Now, away from that, energy consultant Dr. Yusuf Suleimana is asking the government to rather focus on stabilizing the economy if it plans on reducing the cost of fuel than pushing the gold for oil policy. According to him, the program may at best just stabilize the market, but will not necessarily address the underlying issues, hence the call. This report has the rest of the story. The price of fuel at the pumps currently stands at over 13 Ghana. <coughs> the price of fuel at the pumps currently stands at over 13 Ghana cities a liter for petrol and diesel. But just a year ago, it retailed for more than half the price. The rise in price was mainly due to the sharp depreciation of the city against the dollar, with the local currency trading at some point in 2022 at over 16 cities to a dollar. Consumers have lamented the spike in the price of the commodity, particularly as it negatively impacts other sectors of the economy. Inflation for the later part of 2022 stood at a record high of over 50%. Government, in tackling the challenge of high cost of fuel, introduced the gold for oil policy, which will see the country trade its gold for fuel through a third party in some form of a butter system. Already, the first consignment under the program has arrived, and the about 40,000 metric tons is currently being sold by the Bulk Oil Storage and Transportation Company Limited. Energy consultant Dr. Suleimana has been sharing his thoughts on the policy. If the policy works well and then uh, is able to minimize um, um, the, the impact of the volatility in terms of the uh, the exchange rate, then it could it could help in the prices. And I think I'll also side with the marketing company when they said it might end up stabilizing it but not reducing it. Yes, it could stabilize it and it could only reduce it if probably the exchange, I mean, the city gain value, like what happened before, that could cascade to the pumps. But as we speak now, it looks, we need to see the, the, the policy detail, the policy in details to be able to interrogate the, the nitty-gritty because of, I always say that the devil lies in the details. He stresses that we may see some stability at the pumps with the good for oil policy, but we need a more pragmatic solution to see significant drop in prices. <clears throat> um, in most part of the globe where I operate, especially the Gulf, if you look at each, every, all, all these GCC states, Gulf cooperation countries, their currency is very stable for the last even two decades <laughs> with respect to the dollar. It's, it's, it's almost like they are manipulating the, the currency, but that's a fact. I mean, that, that's, that's what the economy, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 that's the outlook of the economy in terms of this uh, exchange rate with the dollar and then the, 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 the local currency. And there's been that the only credible conduit that, that will have a resilient and, and more robust impact on stabilizing your currency is to minimize your dependency on external factors. Um, in this case, when we come to petroleum products, 
we have to minimize the importation. You had the energy consultant, Dr. Yusuf Suleimana, ending that report. Now, away from that, the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, GNCCI, is lamenting the negative impact of a possible upward tariff adjustment on their businesses. This comes on the back of an earlier announcement by the Public Utilities Regulatory Commission, PURC, to increase electricity and water tariffs by 30 and 8.3%, respectively, effectively, effectively February, February 1, speaking in an interaction with the media after a meeting with the leadership of the PRC, President of the GNCCI, Clement Osei Amwakon, explained that businesses are already bearing the brunt of the current economic hardship, thus any further rise in the cost of production will worsen their plight. We are not satisfied with the price, the, 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 the increment, and we think that government must do something about it, especially when the government have a policy that is going to allow industries to grow here. This is not the time that we should expect such price hike, and so the government must intervene. And for us as a chamber, we are not in agreement with them. Though they have done their bit, we we'll move ahead and meet whoever is in charge. If you have to meet the government and the various ministries, we will do that and make sure that the price come at an affordable rate where industries can produce and not to lay workers off to get a lot of panic into the system. But let's that was the president of the Ghana National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, Clement Osei Amwako. Meanwhile, the executive secretary of the Public Utility Regulatory Commission, Ishmo Aka, explained that the impending tariff adjustment is structured to favor SMEs. So this adjustment, the decision has been made and it has been gazetted as a law. So for now, uh, nothing can be done on the part of PURC. However, there will be other quarterly adjustments. So we, what we are doing is to establish the protocols for engagement to see that we take. And let me also add that even before we engage the chamber, uh, PURC on its own had uh, made putting measures uh, to protect industry. One of them was that we have been able to reverse the structure for the first time for SMEs to pay lower than those in the residential sector. When you look at the inflation figure we used, the national inflation is more than 50%. We use 42%. The exchange rate is more than 13 cities now. We use 105 And other measures we've put in, in place to ensure that uh, though industry will pay, they are protected you know, for them to still employ people uh, and contribute to national development. That was the Executive Secretary of the Public Utility Regulatory Commission, Ishmael Aka. Now on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar gained 1 peso and is selling at 10 CDs, 41 pesos. The British pound lost 5 pesos and is selling at 12 CDs, 81 pesos. The euro remained unchanged and is selling at 11 CDs, 3 pesos. However, at some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 12 CDs, 90 pesos. The British pound at 15 CDs, 30 pesos and the euro at 13 CDs, 70 Pesos. Let's now join Gillian Hammer of Data Bank for part one of the topic focusing on the fundamentals of investing. As we begin a turbulence-filled new year, it is always important to keep the fundamentals of sound financial planning in mind. There are 10 to consider, the first of which is to learn to set financial goals. Irrespective of what is happening around us, we all have one or more financial goals we would like to achieve. Your goal may be to buy a house in the next 5 to 10 years, start or expand your business. It could even be getting married in a few years. The problem is most people think of these goals at a very high level 
and never take the time to write them down. So instead of saying, I want to buy a house in 10 years, you can say, I want to buy a house in 10 years that will cost me 200,000 CDs. Once you have that figure, you can then work out how much you will need to save monthly or annually to get there. You may find you are not able to contribute the required amount every month, but if you keep that monthly amount in mind, then when you get any excess cash, you can add it to your savings to close that gap. So in setting your financial goals, remember these six steps. One, list your financial goals in order of priority. Two, put the amount you will need for each goal beside it. Three, note the time frame you need to achieve the goal. Four, calculate how much you will need to set aside monthly or quarterly towards that goal. Five, get an accountability partner. It could be your spouse, friend, or someone you trust. Six, be willing to start small. If you can't afford the full amount up front, start small and grow it over time. That was Gillian Hammer of Data Bank. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle, Enterprise Life Advantage, Access Bank, Modern Banking, and powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. My name is Michael Lubudu. Thank you for listening. Have a good business day. And as always, please stay safe. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. minutes past the hour of uh, seven so many things happening in Ghana and I'm sure a few of you are commenting on the uh, <laughs> girlfriend's problem with Dan Soman. I'm not even sure it's a Dan Soman issue it's more unplanned settlement or not following due process so that the planning process is truncated because people really build when they get money and local authorities don't seem to have the wherewithal or the willingness to enforce any of the rules. So you have a lot of unplanned communities, bad roads, no electricity. And some of that is because we don't plan properly. But for a place like Dansoman to be gentrified so quickly, that's a different conversation, I'm sure. Well, we're told that Act 925 makes it clear that if you want to change the current use of land from private to commercial, you have to uh, make a specific, um, or there are specific things you have to do, and then you have to also display this in the public data room. All right, kickoff is next. It's brought to you by Le Cheho. 2023 looks amazing already. If you're a private school targeting to buy a school bus sometime this year, why wait for later when we can support you? Do it now. Come along, apply for our competitive school bus loans with convenient payment terms. Yes, convenient payment terms. Call Michael on 057-411-7851. That's 057-411-7851. Let's do it together. Let's improve life.
This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Ben Dominic Yates here with Kickoff. Good morning, Ben. Good morning, Bernard. Let's get into the headlines in Ghana's Black Galaxies to play Niger in the quarterfinal of the Chan Tournament. Man United played Nottingham Forest in the second semi-final of the Carabao Cup. And in the NBA, there were wins for the Knicks, the Heat and the Clippers. Let's start off with the Black Galaxies because the Chan tournament is still ongoing and they will play Niger in the quarterfinals of the delayed competition. The two West African nations will clash on Saturday in Oran in Algeria. Ghana placed second in Group C behind Madagascar whilst Niger won Group E with four points after a 1-0 win over Cameroon in their final group match yesterday. The 2022 Chan quarterfinal will be the second meeting between Ghana and Niger at the tournament. Meanwhile, Black Galaxy's captain Glatton Awako has assured Ghanaians that they will do their best to win the trophy. Yeah, at the moment, the spirit is high and um, we are calm. We are still working hard. Um, they should uh, keep the, the, the spirit high. They, they support everything we need in their prayers as well. Um, they, should, they, they should calm down. We'll do what uh, they need. We know uh, they needed this uh, 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 trophy and we'll do our best to, to, to get there. Black Galaxy's captain Glatzen Awako speaking there to some club news and Great Olympics head coach Yapreko says the club is looking to bring in new strikers during the transfer window. According to him, the team's inability to score goals is a major challenge that has prompted the team to make some new additions. It's worrisome. We are, we are playing, we are creating, but to get the strikers to put the ball, the ball at the back of the net is uh, but. We're working on it. Keep on working on it. If we are not creating, then you can say, but we are creating. We're creating. So the window is open. We'll see. We can get uh, one or two players, you know, uh, one or two strikers who can put the ball at the back of them. Have you already spotted out someone? Yeah, we're working on it. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy. You know that. It's uh, mid-season. It's always difficult to get a striker to hit the ground running. But we're working on it. We'll see how, how, how best we can, we can fill that gap. Great Olympics head coach Yao Preko speaking there. Elsewhere, Legon City's head coach Maxwell Konedu says his side is aiming to reach the final of this season's FA Cup. Now the Royals beat Great Olympics in the round of 32 to reach the last 16 of the competition. We're going all the way out. You know, we also want to get into the finals and see what goals uh, we have for us. We have confidence in our boys and uh, we're not scared of anything at the moment. And we play all attacking football. So uh, let's see what happens. When the draw comes out and we get uh, the team that uh, we know, then we know that uh, we are good to go. So we'll keep pushing until we get to the finals. Legon City's head coach Maxwell Konedu speaking there. Let's get to some foreign stuff and let's recap last night's Carabao Cup semi-final action. Southampton Football Club losing to Newcastle by one goal to nail in the first leg of uh, that particular semi-final. Let's hear from Southampton head coach Nathan, um, Nathan Turner speaking about this particular defeat. 
Well, look, it was uh, keenly fought tie. Both teams tried to win it. Both teams went out there with with aggression and tried to win the game. We were positive football, and it was it was, it was an entertaining tie. I, um, these are a big, strong, really athletic side, and we did really well in terms of defensively and, and to go after them. And then we just probably lacked a little bit of cutting edge in the moments we did, and then to concede in the manner we did, we were really, really disappointed because it's we can defend that properly. If we do, then. Then uh, look, it, it, it's it's a different tie. But second half, thought we were excellent. We were after the game. We really stepped up, and it, and it shows that we are becoming a better team. Let's now also hear from Newcastle head coach Eddie Howe speaking. Yeah, we're pleased to win today. That was our aim before the game. Um, it's a slender scoreline. It's a very uh, tight game between two two good teams. Southampton are in form at the moment, so we knew it would be a tough match. We had chances before we scored, um, but they had chances as well in that second half, so a very even game. We feel we're in a good position, but we have 90 minutes uh, of football to go, and we know the game is uh, a crazy thing, football, so uh, we won't uh, get ahead of ourselves. We know we've got um, a tough test ahead of us. So Eddie Howe speaking there. Let's get to the action today. There's Nottingham Forest taking on Manchester United. Let's get to some other stuff in UEFA. It's to change its financial fair play rules in response to Chelsea's recent trend of signing players on long-term contracts. Now, signing players on extended contracts enables Chelsea to spread the players' transfer fee over the life of the deal when submitting their annual accounts. Now, that means that £89 million signing Mudrik will be valued at £11 million a year over his eight and a half year deal now uefa is set uh, is to set a five-year limit over which a transfer fee can be spread now clubs will still be able to offer longer deals under uk regulations but their transfer fee would not be able to spread beyond the first five years now the change to financial fair play rules will come into force during the summer and will not apply retrospectively in other news former portugal boss fernando santos has been appointed as the new head coach of poland now steven gerrard had reportedly been linked to the job after the former england midfielder was sacked by aston villa back in october santos led portugal to victory at euro 2016 and the 2019 nations league but quit after their exit in the world cup quarterfinals at the hands of morocco now he previously managed greece from uh, 2010 to 2014 and led them to the euros and world cup where they exited at the quarterfinals and round of 16 respectively let's finish off with some basketball and let's get to some scores from the games that were played yesterday the mavericks lost by a point to the wizards the bulls also uh, lost to the Indiana Pacers and then the Heat took on the Boston Celtics. The Heat winning that game uh, by a single possession. The New York Knicks also won against the Cavs by a single possession and then the Clippers took on the Lakers beating the Lakers 133-115. to The Hornets uh, also lost to the uh, Phoenix Suns 128-97 and then the Denver Nuggets beat the Pelicans by a single point 99-98. That's all for this morning's edition of Kickoff. My name is Benjamin in Kickoff was brought to us by Le Cherho. There's more sport at citysportsonline.com. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS.
USA's biggest conversation.
733 City Breakfast Show, quite a number of uh, birthday requests coming through. Yes. Just put some across quickly before we get into the, what to talk about today. Happy birthday blessings to Mr. Benjamin Alod Heyman of Air Ghana Limited Airport from FO Tete or FO Tete. Enjoy your special day. Happy birthday to my good friend and brother David Ebo Arthur of Woodfields Energy Resources. Wishing you the best in all you do. And that the view from the fourth floor is really nice. Happy birthday to our mother and grandmother, Mrs. Mispa Yawakuma of Yawakuma of uh, EP Church Adenta. May the good Lord fulfill all her heart desires and renew her strength from children and grandchildren. Happy birthday to Immaculate Asari Jetria. Each day with you on my side is a blessing. I pray you always shine and glow till the end of time. I love you dearly. From Emmanuel Asiedu. So David Boatha, the request came from God and sir, happy birthday to you. And now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on stage, Mr. All for And a happy birthday to Daniel Anyoriga. Daniel Anyoriga. You are one of the uh, rising journalistic voices in the country. Daniel Abugere Anyoriga. Happy birthday to CK. And I think today is also the birthday of Awo Apalu. The strong and juganistic. trying to hide it, but Awo International has been revealed. It was not revealed by flesh and blood. Yeah, Awo Apalu. No, 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 no. Awo, they believe you too much. Yeah, too much. You have been managing the governance. No, you have to issue disclaimers in some of the. The words you use, okay, yeah. you know, things like governance, <laughs> yeah, they are not, they are not proper words. <laughs> they are within the ecosystem. These are <laughs> <laughs> the CDMM and Dazuma ecosystem. Yes. Yeah, the governance. So it is meant for only you know close associates, and, you know members of the governance. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we eat food. Uh, every time we eat food and sugars are trapped between our teeth leading to tooth decay gum disease and in some cases foul breath brushing your teeth every morning and night with pepsodent cavity fighters or fighter gives your teeth the protection they need leaving you with 10 times stronger teeth pepsodent cavity fighter is fortified with pro fluoride and micro calcium ingredients sealing tiny and invisible holes in your teeth uh, this prevents cavities, keeps your mouth strong and healthy. Pepsodent Cavity Fighter, maximum protection, 10 times stronger. Recommended by Ghana Dental Association. There's Pepsodent Charcoal, Pepsodent Herbal. Which all help to keep your teeth and gum very strong. Call toll free 0800 200 
Always remember to brush your teeth in the morning and before you sleep at night. Pepsodent, every smile matters. Don't forget, Effective Living Series continues. Today is the third day of our fourth week, and my guest will be speaking about insurance. That's at 9 o'clock on the City Breakfast Show. This week is on financial foundations for the year. Effective Living Series brought to you by Enterprise Insurance and Hallmark Freight and Logistics Ghana Limited. Meanwhile, ICAG 1060, the Institute of Chartered Accountants, as part of the anniversary celebrations, will organize a number of things, including a float tomorrow, Thursday, the 26th, starting from our secretariat at 7 a.m. through Tetequashi, 37 Ridge, roundabout, back to Christ the King, through Cantonment, and then to our secretariat at East Legon. We have a Thanksgiving service and launch on the 27th at 4 p.m. at Accra International Conference Center. All students, members, and fellows of the Institute, stakeholders are invited. Long live ICAG, long live Ghana. And from now until 31st March, ensure with uh, Imperial General and win handsome rewards. It's instant. Ensure and pick your reward, whether it's fuel coupons, gift vouchers, special souvenirs, or others. Imperial General is giving you a free one-year life insurance cover as part of your motor insurance cover. Get it from an Imperial agent or call 0302-788-955. Follow us on our social media handles, Imperial General Solid Protection. And the Investor Ghana Business School has opened applications for its one-year sandwich master's program for programs in MSc Accounting and Finance, Clinical Leadership and Management. Financial Risk Management, Hospitality and Tourism Management, International Business, Marketing Strategy, Organizational Leadership and Governance, Procurement Management and more. To register, you may go online to ugbs.ug.edu.gh or call 059-550-8270. All right, uh, in case you have not been following the news, we described yesterday as a busy news day. National Democratic Congress, the uh, main opposition party in parliament, made a raft of changes to its front bench, the front bench being the people who lead uh, their parliamentary advocacy and work. So the minority leader, Harun Idrisu, has been replaced by Kazelatu Fosin, who's MP for Ejumako Enyan. Uh, what's the third name? Esiam. Ejumako Enyan Esiam. And then the deputy minority leader and the person of James Kucha Veji has been replaced by Emmanuel Amakofibua. And then you have the uh, minority chief whip, Barak Muntakamo Mohammed, being replaced by Governor Kwame Agboja. The deputy Ahmed Ibrahim and Konfodo Gansa have been maintained. <coughs> um, depending on how you see it, some people say this has been in the works for over a year. The fact that the replacements will be made. Uh, some people feel that the front bench of the NDC not having a lawyer could affect them. But as some are saying, because the the main issues in Ghana are economic, the three people who have been selected are all from the economic sector. Cassiel from the economics and finance. Uh, what's his name? Amakofibua from the energy. And then, of course, uh, Kwame Aboja, an architect from the roads and those environment. 
I know what Sky thinks about this. We, we were on TV and radio yeah. yesterday. I just want to take your quick reaction to this before well, I, I play a couple of quick well, voices. Well, quickly, just um, General Sedun Ketia showing that he has arrived and he's making decisions. Um, oh, so that's the angle you see it from? Yeah, I, I, a couple of things. Mm. Um, if you know Sedun Ketia's personality well, he likes mm. to be in charge. Mm. Even as, And I think it's one of the things that made him such a sound general secretary for the NDC. Mm. There was no doubt mm. as to the fact that he was in charge as general secretary. And I think this is quite the statement to make after becoming chairman mm. to show that this is a new regime. Quick yeah. question. In the way the parties work, is it the chairman or general secretary who is the ultimate in that? So they are the Abaka office here. Mm-hmm. Who's, who, who, who has a higher position? Is the, chair, the party chairman runs. Has but, a higher position. Oh, yes, but the general secretary is, does the day-to-day. So the chairman is like the board chairman. Yes. And the general secretary is like the MD. Yeah, he's more visible. So they work together. Yes, he's more visible. Okay. Okay. Now, with regards to <clears throat> parliament, <clears throat> I, 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 Sky can help me out here. He's covered parliament a bit more. I've been around parliament once in a while. But I do not know of any party official who spent as much time in parliament. And this, this is outside his period as a parliamentarian. Then I say, he made a habit of being around parliament. He's a member of the board. No, outside Only of... before that. Yeah, outside of his role as the, a member of the parliamentary service board, you would see him either up there or, you know, that space that they give to visitors, mm-hmm. he's there mm-hmm. for some... He, 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 he wants to know whether his people are working. Mm. And if you followed the parliamentary trail for a while, you would also know that he has not been happy with some of the things that have happened. And I think the Herald newspaper alluded to that this morning. Now, mm. somebody might say, oh, it is hearsay. But I was witness to one of those incidents. Coincidentally, the day the appointments committee report was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. I was in Parliament mm-hmm. for a meeting. Mm-hmm. The recent one. The recent one. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was in Parliament for a meeting. Mm. Uh, I was in a, an, I was in a particular office, mm-hmm. which is very close to these things. Mm-hmm. And just before the, you know, there were these meetings before the report was supposed to be made public, mm-hmm. and there had been all kinds of whispers that people were not going to be passed and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And in just before it happened, the uh, leader, minority leader, mm-hmm. entered the office, mm-hmm. followed by, at that time, a Sidun Ketia, mm. who had arrived. He wasn't there. Somebody called him mm. that he had to come to parliament. Mm. So he drove to parliament. Mm-hmm. He went up with Okujetua Blakwa. Mm-hmm. Sam George was in that retinue. Kari. Um, I think Suhini. Hey, these are the... Yes. The, the, was the, the in talk- that group as well. Yes. <laughs> to have a meeting. Mm. And when he left, his disposition was one of somebody who was not very happy with what had just happened there. And I was sitting and there. this was prior to the approval of, was it the finance minister? Yes, during that batch. I was okay. sitting in a chair, right, there when he left. Invisibly. Yeah, I just went down mm. towards where the clinic is, I think. Was it the so first so your, your perception is that there was some... They have disagreed on significant issues. The parliamentary leadership and the party. Yes. Not, you, not the party. The party executive, led by General Mos- Mosquito wanted certain things done in a certain way and, uh, and he felt that mm. he did not get that from this leadership and once that he, once he was in charge he would prefer things to be done in a certain way in parliament so i am not too surprised that this has happened mm. now the second point for me also i look at it from the election perspective and they talk about it in their uh, in the letter mm-hmm. announcing the changes that of course at the forefront is the fact that one can talk about economics, the other mm. one can talk about energy, uh, the other one can talk about the built 
uh, environment, infrastructure. But what is also not to be missed is the fact that Kassel is a central region MP. It's a region that the NDC is trying very hard to convince. They have potentially a running mate from the region. It didn't work in the last election. Potentially they could return that same candidate. But then they've added the minority leadership. Now somebody might say, what does this mean for an area? People take these things seriously. Ask why Tamale South constituents are complaining up there. Because it does mean something for them. Okay, if you would recall when um, the first Muhammad batch of ministers, Harun Adusu was the last, amongst the last batch of ministers to be named. There were protests for a week in his constituency mm-hmm. as to why he had not been named a minister at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Atoforsin comes from the central region. Obviously, we, we will not miss that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ama comes from Elembele. Mm-hmm. That's Western. Mm-hmm. That's another region. So you are seeing also the the re- regional representativeness of the face of a political party, party. As part considering of the, the what lies ahead considering the nature of the current election now if you look at who he's replacing for mm-hmm. instance Kessel is replacing a northern regional minister mm-hmm. a northern regional MP yes Tamale South Tamale South what is the strength of the NDC in that area as compared to their strength in the central region so cent- now central is more tenuous at the, yes central, at the moment central is very Fact, you win some, you lose some. Central has always switched. Exactly. So there's a very big case to be made. To be made f- to the central region because that we are thinking of you. Mm. What is the strength of the party in the western region? Will Cassiel be the uh, the most um, vis- prominent of the central region NDC MPs? If you looked at the central region, we have Ricket Hagan from yes. this. By virtue of the position he has now, yes. I'm yeah. talking proud to the position. Even then, yes. If, if, yeah, if easily. Yeah. So he's the most, probably yes. the most successful. Yeah, I mean, okay. Yes. Okay. Does, does, uh, yeah, okay, you were saying on the NDC, because I, my mind was playing games with me, because then there's a federal market, but he's on oh, the NDC yeah, yeah. side. Yeah. So yeah. on the NDC side, you're yes. saying? Yes, there is that. Okay. Now, yeah. if you take Amako Fibua coming in, replaces Muntaka. Muntaka is an Ashanti region MP. Yes. The NDC knows his place in the Ashanti region. It's not going to change. Mm. Okay, so it's a loss that it can absorb. Strategically, it's not something... Yes, it's a numbers game. It's a a loss it can absorb. They can take that kind of pressure. Mm. And if you look at even the dynamics of the Aswasi constituency now... What we are hearing from the bigger group... There's a lot happening there. there. Okay, there's a lot happening there. Mm. So, uh, Muntaka goes, and then there's a voter MP who lost his position. But another one comes in Mm. as minority whip. Yeah. So the voter one go one come one come is still there. Mm. Oh, you understand? What do you think about the Western region and Kofibua though? Is the Western region and look, listeners, this is yeah, this, this me is, doing this yes, is my analysis yes, because there are many considerations. Considerations. You can talk about personal issues, but the, the the regional thing I didn't really avert my mind to. I didn't really think about the Western region as something. Okay, Kofibua is also one of the main. And he's he's uh, he's uh, he's region, he's right? basically the man yeah. in the region. Yeah, I mean, not, you see, we should not be surprised about the Kofi. Um, yeah, because, look, even before Jay Nana Okukwejim and Professor was named, mm. Kofi was one His of the people who was strongly... Mm. Um, Linked with the running mate. Yes, as a possible running mate. Um, his influence in the region is, 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 is tremendous. Because, of course, when he came in, people had very little expectation of him. But, you know, with the support of his own brother, Frank, in, in, in the Western region, they were able to topple 
the Honourable Wasame Uble, um, for a long time CPP member of Parliament, mm-hmm. if I may use that in in in, in previous Parliament of the Republic, um, and and he did not just come to see what was happening in Parliament. He applied himself to the job, and then also as a minister of state, deputy minister previously, and and his influence and stature has grown so much so that it was possible for people to begin to talk him up mm-hmm. as a possible, you know, vice presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. Again, if you remember, um, you know, correctly, you would note that under the Mills government, and again when he moved over to the the Mahama government, there was always a conversation by the chiefs of the area that yes, we have discovered oil. We want one of our own in the person of Kufibua to manage that particular space for us. Of course, earlier Sipayanki was mentioned yeah. as one of the possible, you know, um, persons to manage the energy sector. But the clear choice that came in from the chiefs and the people was the Honorable Kufibua. Mm-hmm. So in terms of his influence and, and, and his approach to public office, I think it is mm-hmm. Western region is interesting. So in twenty sixteen mm-hmm. in terms of parliamentary seats, MPP won thirteen and NDC won four. But in twenty twenty NDC doubled the four to eight mm. and MPP reduced from thirteen to nine. So you can say Western region was split split. Eight nine for MPP for parliamentary. Mm-hmm. But let's also note the um what do you call no, it? West the, the division. I have no I'm doing that. And the ah, Western okay. North mm. Western North was 6-3 for NDC, and it maintained 6-3. Mm-hmm. So Western North, NDC won 6, MPP won 3 mm-hmm. for 2016. They maintained that same split. But for 2020, NDC increased its seats by 4 mm-hmm. in the Western region, and mm-hmm. MPP lost 4. But Central Region, and MPP in, in 20... Uh, what do you call it? In... in um, NDC made an inroad in 2020 in the western region, in the central region as well, in terms of parliamentary seats mm-hmm. that they, they got. So it, it's just, I think it's yeah. sort of, sort of the dynamics, that yes. the western region is, after the division, the western western, mm-hmm. MPP has had an advantage, but I think possibly they want to close, I don't know. Right. So you've dealt with the regional issue. Yeah, then you have Ahmed, Ahmed Ibrahim Bono. They've and been there, they've not they've been there. there. And yeah. then do you, of course, for yeah. the other area. So, when, when, when I, I look at it from that perspective, but for me, um, I just... But let, let's come to what the public wants. Quality no. of parliamentary advocacy, knowledge of parliamentary procedure, steadfastness in being true to the public purse, mm-hmm. and fastidiousness in doing the work of a parliamentarian. Let's forget mm-hmm. about political calculations for a while. Mm-hmm. If you are listening as somebody who's going to work, is there reason to believe that these guys will be any different from the three? Right, so the, the three that have been brought in, mm-hmm. do we know anything about their voting record or what they stood for mm-hmm. or what they believe? Mm-hmm. You know, again, in advanced countries, they can say, Mr. Kazalatu Forsen, a moderate Democrat who has voted for VAT, but you know, they, will, they yeah. will give you, they will give you about six or seven things about him that mm-hmm. will let you know what type of person he is. And it's also because it's principle, right? So they know that Kassiel, he will not vote for VAT, but he will support Ilevi as an example. So, if you look at the collective voting decision of these three guys, they've opted for a more hard line. I'm not sure if I look at Haruna, Aveji, and Muntaka as a collective. Mm-hmm. And I take Kassiel, uh, Akofibua, and Agboja. I'm not sure if there's any discernible difference in how they see, for example, any economic policy, whether their views on the budget 
or free SHS or corruption. I'm not really sure. Which is I don't even know if I'm able to tell their voting record. And I think it's a real indictment. Yeah, which, 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 as the people who cover them, they have not been able to even tell the public. Do you, do you get me? How distinctly different their outlook are. I mean, you can say Agoja, for example, yes, he's very strong on roads and he's always consistent holding um, uh, Amakwata's feet to the fire. But that's all. You can't really... What, what, what are his thoughts around some of the contentious issues but that's because of the whip system that we run in parliament so it becomes very difficult to sometimes separate the personal opinions of mps from what their party but ultimately don't, wants don't western parliaments have whips but we, this is we are, we are not talking about western parliaments we are dealing with a very specific is it the parliament whip system or the fact that the people go there to represent their parties and not the people because if it's just a whip issue, mm-hmm. every parliament has whips. Mm-hmm. It's more a question of either lack of personal conviction or the method of voting does not let us know the principled voting stance. It is, it, is the, it is our application of the whip system and how we have used it here. Basically, that is it. Now, you ask a question about for the ordinary person, yeah. what does this change mean? Does it do anything for but me? But this change is not for the ordinary person. Let's also be very... Let, let's not think that this is a public good decision this is a political good decision okay, okay. We, we, we need to be so able to where separate you se- where you separate what is in the public interest, interest what is in the party's in interest, party's interest. Mm. and if you look at this when you do all the analysis this is purely in the realms of what the party is looking to do because like you said the thoughts of uh Kessler to force on the economy are well known and what he has expressed to them most of the time under muntaka they are not going to change because Muntaka is no longer there. He's going to express the same things. He's been saying the same things for three years. You spoke about the motion, the censure motion. Yeah. Here at Muntaka were the chief yeah, here, appell- here, here, Sorry, here, Haruna Haruna. were the chief appellants. Yeah. Uh, in that particular case, the position of uh, Anabu Amakufibo. I've interviewed on the big issue before on mm-hmm. the energy sector mm-hmm. and uh, renegotiation of IPP deals and whatnot. They are not going to change. They are the same. Okay. These decisions were made purely. Now, if you look at the exchange for that. Let's 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 deal with this one on one. You spoke about yesterday in your analysis. Mm-hmm. A very big issue that you, we we, mm-hmm. we we tend to forget. Muntaka and Speaker Bagbin. Mm. They don't get along. They don't. What has that got to do with the public? This is the NDC's minority chief whip who does not get along with the NDC's speaker. Mm. And they feel that it is not facilitating work for them in parliament. They could get better results from some of the things that they want but that's out of the way. But in a strange way, way, that could be for the public. Because if you have a, a, a front bench that doesn't get along with a speaker, it means that work will not get done quickly. So to the extent that, for example, if we have laws, there have been laws sitting on our table for years that have not been passed because the work of the parliament is a lot. And again, theoretically, if you have a parliamentary leadership that is in the good books of the speaker or that can collaborate with the speaker better, in a certain sense, you can say that favors the public. Do you get my point? Of course, that could work either way, if depending on what kind of thing they want to pass. But I want to believe that Speaker Bagbin was quite instrumental here as well. Because, Kai, I do not imagine that a minority... For example, Speaker Bagbin coming, becoming Speaker was the one who would obviously nominate General Muskin to be on the Parliamentary Services Board. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they would... He, he may not necessarily be involved, as you said yesterday, in the day-to-day running of party issues. But I cannot imagine how they would make a decision like this and not talk to him. Of course. I mean, now, and what troubles me is that Dominic Ayine, and I just want to play that voice quickly, mm-hmm. is alleging on Eyewitness News that the decision was non-democratic. 
I'm yeah. not. I don't know what premise he's using. But I don't just to listen to him quickly because his his point to Sander was that the decision was not democratic, and it was like Adabraka had just written to Parliament. It did not go through the various processes. Just listen briefly to see if we can then deal with that in the Babin angle. Okay. A absolute lack of consultation is deeply worrying. Um, we are a democratic party. In fact, democracy is our middle name. The NDC is National Democratic Congress. And so we should conform uh, to democratic principles in decisions that we make as a party. And so um, it is true that uh, there was no consultation. At least I wasn't consulted. There was no caucus meeting at which we were told that uh, a new leadership, you know, was being proposed uh, for, for, I mean, a, a parliament and so on. And uh, I find it really, really deeply worrying. I remember in 2017 when we lost the election, I mean, uh, the general election and came back to parliament. Um, at one of the meetings with the party leadership, it was the then general secretary, the um, Mr. Sirun Ketia, who is now a national chairman, who came with a group of national uh, executives and told us that they had proposed a list of leaders for um, the minority. And uh, that list was, of course, the, the leadership, that the outgoing leadership, uh, with Haruna Idrisu being the minority leader. At that point in time, some of us raised questions about the lack of consultation. I was one of those who raised those questions. We had uh, the Honorable Agalga uh, raised, I mean, an issue about lack of consultation. Uh, Honorable Inus Afusini raised a question about lack of consultation. And we were told that um, the regional caucuses were consulted. That was what General Mosquito told us, that the regional caucuses were consulted. And I retorted that our regional caucus was not consulted. And he said our lead, the leadership of our region, uh, you know, was consulted. Now, Umaru, I'm uh, saying this to underscore the fact that even at that point, General came to the, the, the caucus to announce the names and to talk to us about their reasons for choosing, I mean, the, the personalities that they had chosen to become our leaders. Um, there was a bit of dissent, but generally there was consensus that um, the leadership that had been chosen for us by the party uh, was, you know, I mean, um, um, was good enough and they were going to do a, an effective job. But I remember distinctly that the Honorable Adalga said, we as members of parliament reserve the right, you know, to record them if their performance fell below expectations. And that was, I mean, very, very well received by the rank and file um, of, uh, of our caucus. And so I'm, I'm deeply worried about the fact that um, Adabraka you know, can just send a letter to Mr. Speaker and say that he are the new leaders of the minority caucus. And then we have to take it hook, line, and sinker. So that was Dominic Ayine. Um, raising issues of consultation and the non-involvement of the MPs yeah. in this. And I think it goes back to your point about this is the party making a decision. Yeah. And maybe when we come back, we'll talk about historically whether this has mm. been done like this or yeah. whether there's any template. But you can send your thoughts. 054 998 
a number of MPs have spoken about this. Dominic Ayini not being the only person. We had Mufleta um, Voka, Mutala Mohamed have both expressed some disquiet about this. So your comments are welcome. Zero five four nine nine eight six nine nine six. And if you're on the MPP side, what do you think? Is, does this make your work in Parliament easier? Or does this make your work in Parliament more difficult? Do you think your, your side also needs a, a reshuffle because NDC has changed their side? So this is, I'm, I'm, I'm asking this to political people and also for neutral observers. But let's get into your, uh, the segment that's uh, tech and social media trends. And it's brought to us by Vodafone. Uh, the Vodafone One Ghana promo is here. With just one Ghana CDs, you can have 20 minutes talk time to all other networks and one gig of data every day between 5 a.m. and 11.59 a.m. Simply dial star 530 has to subscribe and enjoy longer conversations and browsing. The Vodafone One Ghana promo is the best value offer in town and it's easy on your pocket. Save big when you subscribe to the One Ghana promo daily. Wake up to great value every morning with One Ghana CDs and get one gig from Vodafone. Segment is also brought to you by Cal Bank. Get free access to our short code service star seven seven one hash. Get access to CalNet and the Cal Bank app when you reactivate your Cal Bank account between now and end of the month. It's very easy. Visit any Cal Bank branch to activate or call zero eight hundred five hundred five hundred. Cal Bank forward together. All right, so uh, Godfrey will give us the trends for the morning. Yes, Bernard, good morning. And uh, Ghana, we know, <laughs> you know yeah. the top trend on Twitter, eh, Bernard, is Samini. Yeah, he and Sarkozy. Yeah, Samini and Sarkozy. So they've been getting into it. Uh, quite a few people have been going back and forth on that. Uh, so uh, background to this is uh, Sarkozy's interview with Andy Dusty, where he was asked about Samini's tweet regarding him blue-ticking him mm-hmm. uh, over a feature. And uh, Sarkozy's response has been trending. So a lot of people have been commenting on that. Also trending at number two mm-hmm. is First Atlantic Bank. And you know why First Atlantic Bank is trending uh, at number two uh, on, uh, social media. on social media. Of course, the issue regarding Madame Adabla mm-hmm. and um, Mr. Nimakun of uh, First Atlantic Bank. Um, it's, it's generated a, a significant conversation about workplace relationships, about sexual harassment at the workplaces, yeah. about uh, power dynamics. Lots of WhatsApp yes. groups. And, and these, are, these, are, these are significant conversations to have. Mm-hmm. People, a lot of people, I'm, I'm happy that people are not just looking at the salacious parts of it, but are having proper introspection around workplace, around issues, workplace issues. So internet. quite a few people are tweeting about this. Uh, and also uh, the fact that it might be one of the rare cases where a suit like this has been filed in court. Yeah. Uh, Sky so uh, the legal will be watching yes, to see what will be looking at what happens mm-hmm. from that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the past week has belonged to Oko Hoko Yeadeng and Oba Habe Yeadeng. Yeah, so What's that? we are dealing with that. And you know, then, sometimes these things get said by parents who actually should know better ah, so your kid, a child goes and is abused yeah, no, and instead, will, instead of you, finding out what happened uh, you say yeah, oko, oko, yeah, then. Why, what took you there for you to get into that problem True. in the first place mm. yeah, I think yeah, yeah so it's trending uh, somebody says he's making t-shirts out of it somebody obviously wants to cash in how do I do this trending at mm-hmm. number six mm-hmm. uh, obviously because he's been ousted as a minority mm-hmm. leader in parliament so mm-hmm. quite a what few what are they about him though there's this there's this, um, I don't want to call it, there's like 
a certain reputation he has in politics, yeah. which I find very interesting, unique. Mm. It's almost like even though he's not a, a minister, he's, there's always something about Harun Edrisu that makes news, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily controversial. He's, you know, he's, he's not like a controversial person for wrong reasons, mm. but there's a certain aura and a certain Miss. yeah, like people. I, I think he, he cut his, he, I feel his political trajectory has been stellar and he's seen as a gifted politician. Yeah. So even if you're in he's a different party, you respect him and you, you sort of don't underestimate him because he's very good at what he does. And we need people like that too. Yeah. We need people who are good at politics in addition to being good at other things. You know, I feel he has that aura, which is why this is such a big story. Yeah, and a lot of split opinions on Twitter. Yeah. Somebody says, for instance, political radical uh, at Inketia to Ebenezer says, Herna mm. uh, has worked for the MPP. It's good that we have removed him. Mm. He obviously, an so there are people member. feel that yes. he's not being as hardline. Yes. And then, of course, effect. the video of his constituents who have masked up at, who masked yeah. up at the party office. Yeah. Somebody co-tweeted uh, that and said, sometimes one can fathom the actions of others. Has Herna the first leader who has been changed in parliament? Yeah. So this is a question that yeah. he's also asking. Anyway, let me give you some quick tech news mm-hmm. and then we will wrap uh, uh, the, the this up. up. Yep. So uh, Google is going to shut down spam backdoor for political campaigns. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they are planning to end a controversial pilot program that allows political groups mm-hmm. to bypass Gmail's spam filters mm. later this month. So okay. that's something that... Uh, we should be on the lookout uh, for. And then on WhatsApp, WhatsApp users can now link their account on Android or iPhone handsets to WhatsApp for Mac OS by simply scanning the QR code. That was second social media trends. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. We're getting a lot of comments on the NDC. We're getting some comments as well on um, haphazard development. How Godfrey alone is surrounded by a church, uh, uh, a bus stop. Uh, what were the things you even said? A, a brothel. A so I've got I've got two brothels. I've got a bus stop. I've got two churches. I've got uh, like nine pubs. And now, on the street? No, 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 no. Just within my square area. Yeah, hey. but the brothel is an elite. Why do you live? Do you live? Do you live? Yeah, in, I mean, do you live in some like New Times Square or it's something? A criminal yeah. No, how do you accommodate <laughs> all those things in one space? Yeah, <laughs> is it is it like a big square? If if you know, you, do you, how well do you know that's one exhibition? I know exhibition runabout. I know style uh-huh. of the So. If the exhibition are about you are using the back, yes, use the front, the road that takes you through to Accra, the main road, yes. Uh huh. Now, from that road, yes, it's um, it has become a haven for sex workers oh, in the evening. Assemblies of God run about, no, just before the assemblies of God. So, you are using the main that's run about, yes, use, use the junction before, uh-huh. you use cab crawlers. Oh, okay. Use what the, All right. So, cap crawlers. No, don't worry, don't worry. I, I, I'll, I'll take the education. Okay. So, cap crawlers. Yes. Where, where faculty, the old Timberland restaurants used to be, and faculty. It has been taken over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right now, there's a woman who cooks Indomie for the cap crawlers <laughs> and their assistants. <laughs> she comes around 11 p.m. And they are customers. <laughs> if you get there from 9 p.m., there are cars parked all the way to Mr. Mensa. <laughs> okay. okay. And then, how many churches are in that same? My next door neighbor. It's a church. The church. Small one. No, 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 no. What? It started as a fellowship. This is a house. This is a, 
Like, and it's a house that has occupants who. Does so it have they, They've rented out. This is the and this is a historic house. This is the house of Clute Robertson. Who is that? Uh, um, Commonwealth gold medalist boxing. I caught his uncle. So it's a it's a compound house. No, it's a dance. You know the yes. dance residential so house. Which of the rooms is the church? They've turned what used to be the old garage and the accompanying. Yeah. Compound. Tell them it is a tent. No, it is an offense. They disturb every day. So they do all night. Have they night. do everything. Join them in the night. I don't want to join. No, no, they do everything. So that's one thing. That church is there. Now, you see, that's where development is also a problem. <laughs> now, as soon as not to the road that you know, the Dalsuman yes. ran about through, you know, they fixed it. Yes. It takes you to, uh, now it can take you to uh, Kamara village gate. Yes. As soon as they fixed it, now we have castles points. So this oh, is our cars. Oh, car ports have also car come. Ports have also come. That's the second hand cars. Yes. Fool. <laughs> <laughs> On that side. On that side. Uh-huh. So this is my junction. So I'm in the middle. But there's a bus stop at your junction too. Yes. So on my on my left is the cap crawlers. Uh-huh. On my right is the carport. Mm-hmm. Now when you get to the Datsus Junction, oh, Lord. proper as well, we have night night activities. So we have like clubs, pubs, and things. That's okay mm-hmm. at some of the junctions. But there are schools, you know, and whatnot. Then Two junctions after that, you have the brothel. But why don't you start a business? Which business should I start? Uh, I can't if, sleep. If you have Which business should I start? If, I can't sleep. If you have this, if you have this, I cannot sleep. If you have this uh, agglomeration of different business interests, mm-hmm. it means the traffic is high. Yeah, but you see, so maybe you can start like a, a tea, a tea joint <laughs> or Auza Coco in the night. Uh, there's Auza Coco at the junction. Where it be? Or fried? No, there's. You can start uh, fried. Like when I was in Lagos, one of my favorite things. Bread and egg with pantai cook. No, 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 the residential status of the area. I took them on. Eventually, the government have got to remove them. Tomato. Oh yeah, tomato factory. I took them on challenge. Yeah, all the tools. Yeah, that's right. But, 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 but we have to be ready to claim a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah eventually. And listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming back to the end. I'm just saying. So yeah, you, you, you can, let me add one. The, the area, the area has one. gentrified. Mm-hmm. So you need, you just need to accept that it's no longer a residential area. You, you just wake up and smell the coffee. Mm-hmm. You cannot do what you used to do there 20 years ago. The area, no, but to it, all intents and purposes, mm-hmm. is now not a residential area anymore. No, but Bernard, and so this, rent it to a company to do some factory no, there said, and move to Makati Hill. No, no, no. Bernard, but why is Makati Hill still the way it is? Because they have money and there's consultation. Yeah, because the, the, the landlords of Makati Hill are together. The t- your area is a much older area. Some of the landlords are old. They've, yeah, they've sold it. That's that. the thing. So you see, this is the thing. Because local government doesn't work, if people who own property don't come together, chaos occurs. Because somebody can wake up and say, I'm going to convert my house to a church, and nobody cares. Now, if you are in Makati Hill or East Airport or those places where like, all the landlords live around the same area, they come together and say, no, you're not going to do this. So it's, it's more a question of the identification has already happened. Yeah, and George Bray cannot stop it. No, no, no. He, he, can't. He, he is the person there to stop so it. So what is George Bray supposed to do? Because all I these do. things require approval at the level of the district assembly or the MCE and, uh-huh. and all of that. Definitely so it's their job to ensure that they police the proper process properly. Okay. And that is why they sit as a parliament, a local parliament at that level. The question is whether even at that level, the local people 
people go in to even attend parliamentary so sessions. So you, you think, you think that with parliament. the lost cause he has described... Yeah. Okay, the assembly is already complicit. You should actually interrogate. Oh, the assembly is already complicit because if somebody is running a church, mm-hmm. somebody is doing a bus stop, like a trotter station, the trotter station, they go and collect money for trotter. So it's already, it's already been ratified by the assembly. No, they see, no, they see it, it, it is only the records that will state that. Yeah. So what Godfrey has to do yeah. is to go and interrogate. He can he can make a you know a right to information request to the assembly, to, the assembly uh-huh. to state these matters and request what exactly the assembly did in respect of giving them a license. That's fair. The, the other problem is that nobody will join him. You see, that, I'm coming to. I'm saying all this to let's let you know why Ghanaians we don't progress much. Yeah. What he's saying today, I'm sure if you move to two or three of the four of the land, oh, so it's true. But if Godfrey says I have a let's do a signature campaign, mm-hmm. they won't do. Let's go to court. They won't go. We are lazy citizens. All we want is for somebody to do the thing for us. Democracy doesn't survive when you are lazy as a citizen. If you want to enforce what is due you in terms of local governance, right? Mm-hmm. People must be awake to the responsibilities of citizenship. Mm-hmm. I can bet my last person. If you like, go for go to ten houses and say we are we are, we have a petition to Mister Bray. Or we should go and do okay. a picket. I will, I will try. They won't do it. Okay, I'm going to try this with the filling station they have put at the Odarin Junction. They, they won't mind you. If you live in Dansuma, we will try this. That no, filling station no, friend, do business. No. We'll, yeah, we'll try it and see. Don't do anything. We'll, don't mind. We'll try it and see. The, the success of the Willow Court people should tell you that there are always exceptions to the general perception that people are docile towards someone. But that was middle class. It's a gated estate. They had a radio presenter leading the charge who has a big platform. And they had an M- uh, MC who was more engaging. He came for the meeting. You invited him. So the conditions. So that's what I'm saying. That citizens need to wake up to their responsibility of holding even local governance in check. They must wake up to even understanding the laws around spatial development. Mm-hmm. And there are also issues of we, the citizens, are of causing the problem. You go and buy a land somewhere, and you start building without permit. Yeah. Then you go and backdate the permit. So it's like you move and do all the things you want to do. You then, do, then when you they say you don't have electricity, you don't have road, you don't have street, you, so you don't you don't go to the right process. When the thing dunya in our parlance, mm-hmm. then you now come and correct the thing. And I'm saying that that's also part of our problem, because th- think about it. Why are older areas better planned than new areas? I've never understood why Tema, Kaneshi, and Dansoman have straighter lines than Abekan La Paz, and then Bawe and Ablekuma and things. We are building in 2022. We don't. I went to see somebody in Pokwasi Amanfro. You can drive through somebody's kitchen and enter that uh, road. Pasa. Meanwhile, places that were built in the 60s and 70s, mm-hmm. they were planned and better. So it's like the more we grow in the thing, the more we mess it up. I don't. I don't. Yes, sir. And uh, you can't tell me that the local government people were better in the 60s. It's just the citizens have become laissez-faire. Quality of overall governance is poorer. Obena, they were better. The local, yeah, maybe explain because how do you have older they communities having more effective? They were, they were more professional, they were more deliberate, mm. they were more mature, and they were more purposeful. Because back in the day, somebody who worked in the assembly knew exactly what they were about. Um, technicians mm. in the assembly were very well trained. If you had an issue and you call the PWD, for instance, Public Works Department, everything will be sorted out in a professional manner. So when you say back in the day, is it like 70s day? 70s 60s? going backwards. Not 80s, 90s? No. 70s going backwards? Yes. And I'm talking about 
of course, we, we, our population was was smaller, much smaller. Mm. But you know, you talk about Tema. Mm-hmm. Let's let's even give it. Um, you know, agree that Tema was uh, specially planned as as, a, as an industrial community. Let's come to Accra Central, and I'm mm-hmm. talking about um, mm-hmm. Amamo area mm-hmm. um, to you know see all these small enclaves in Accra mm-hmm. and see the planning. Mm-hmm. Go to Choco, the place we call Choco, mm-hmm. and look at the place they call Cortes. Mm-hmm. Look at the way the buildings, small as they may look, have been arranged. The roads, are, streets are very well done, mm-hmm. very well arranged. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you do an aerial photograph of the place, you see it's like Ludu. Boxes lined. Boxes very well uh, lined mm-hmm. up. So I'm just saying that there mm-hmm. was a deliberate mm-hmm. effort in building the, the spaces is it the, is, is the deterioration a consequence of the political system we run where no. now you have to appoint i'm asking this because you remember the last time there was this document we saw when they were considering who to make mce and the committee was essentially highlighting party credentials and loyalty there wasn't a lot said about the person's qualification or whether he had the training. Most of them were saying he helped us in the election or he didn't complain when we didn't choose him to be the MP. That was the kind of consideration the committee looked at. It's a bit of everything. Mm. But I, I don't even think that because you um, appoint or elect an MC or a DC who is not, quote-unquote, so qualified should be the issue. Mm. Don't don't the government appoint the IGP? Don't they appoint the heads of the military institutions? But, but they are qualified. Well, they, they, the they, they have to they appoint quali- them from the, the qualified that, ones. The fact that they are qualified doesn't necessarily show that they are the most competent to deliver. Okay, so I'm just saying that the thing is an institution with their do- rules and uh, 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 regulations. You understand? So if we build the institution... More often than not, regardless of who you put there, for instance... So your point is the institution is the problem. The, the, the local the governance problem. institution is it's weak. It's the problem. It's weak. It's, in fact, it's very weak. That's the problem. But is it not weak because... because, it's, because it's, it's, not, it's not weak because you've put unqualified people there. No, over a long time. Over a long uh-huh. period of time. For instance, the DC does not give permits or... No, there's a specific that, person who that, does that, it. That, no, that's what I said. The DC themselves, they don't give on, uh, the, on their own. Yes, on their own. Mm. But there's somebody there who, more more often than not, has actually been there much longer than the DC, who is doing the wrong thing. But isn't it the DC's job as the leader to change that? No, I'm not saying it's not his job. I'm saying that. But what if the mm. person is professional enough to do the right thing? Would the DC come and change it? Mm. No. So I'm saying there's a bit of everything. But to just, uh, you know, isolate the... Appointment the, of the DC the as the main problem. As the only thing, I think we will be... Good so the institution law. of local governance... Exactly. ...is not fit for purpose. At all. And it's not delivering what people no. ex- expect. The other day, I was driving around the Tesano area. And I saw some people digging, not too far from the Okanako North. They were digging the, the, the asphalt road. Broad daylight. Obviously, because there was some uh, uh, water channel or something that they were repairing. And, you know, I was tempted to stop and ask them, and ask them their permit for doing what we're doing. Don't they need permits to I'm do sure that? You, you can't just go and 
Can't but a public road. The way the, the way the nature of the, the the street. If I stop, I'll be blocking other vehicles. They were just so digging. I just went. I'll come back to this issue. Two days after mm-hmm. the thing, whatever they came to do, done. They left and they've left it. Yes, like they, won't, they won't cover it. That's the new fashion in town. <laughs> they will leave it there, and then you have to go and close it yourself. No, but I can't close it. That's the problem. And it will deteriorate and then mess the entire road. And the assembly will look for money to pay. And for then it. The, somebody will pick a phone and call government. Hey, hey. Meanwhile, we all watch them destroying it. That's the point we're making. 8.24, every time you eat food and sugar gets trapped in your teeth, leading to tooth decay, gum disease, and in some cases, foul breath. Brushing your teeth every morning and now a personal cavity fighter gives your teeth the protection it needs. This prevents cavities uh, and keeps your teeth strong and your mouth healthy. Pepsodent is recommended by the GDA and there are two other highly effective variants of Pepsodent on the market. The Pepsodent Chaco with a fine blend of activated charcoal and lemon essence. The Pepsodent charcoal white gently polishes away tooth stains and naturally restores your bright smile. There's also the Pepsodent herbal for our herbal lovers. Now, the herbal toothpaste formulated from carefully selected natural extracts and uniquely blended herbs releases, repairs, and protects gum tissues. Pepsodent, every smile matters. A global standard luxury wristwatch made right here in Ghana for that special someone with their name customized in it. Now that's what I call a timeless gift. Caveman Watches is giving you a whopping 50% discount on the cost of customizing a name inside any of our exquisite luxury watches for any purchases above 2,000 cities this season till 15 February. Visit Caveman Watches on all platforms. Better still, walk into their showrooms and factory on the Ajirangano Road adjacent the new AstroTev to place an order or even join the making process of your own bespoke watch. Call Caveman on 055-751-6744 That's 055-751-6744 or visit CavemanWatches.com Caveman Watches, be remembered. Now, Prospectus Ghana introduced a new short code star 447 star 899 hash to help parents and guardians make installment payments towards items required for your ward school fees. Now, we also have a one-stop shop for all your school items and we now supply quality chalk or we call it quality brand chalk white A4 sheets for all your printing jobs. Now, we're on the graphic road opposite Toyota Ghana. Call us on 0500-600-607. Prospectus, your one-stop shop for all school items and stationery. And Hugo Flip is here to make your home ownership journey more realistic, fun, and affordable. Hugo Flip is a real estate gaming company that releases or rewards houses as prices in three easy steps. Log on to hugoflip.com, register your phone number or email address, buy as many tickets as possible. And what makes the Hugo Flip win big game unique is that even if you don't win the ultimate prize, which is always a house, we reward you with a loyalty point equivalent to three dollars per ticket these points when accumulated may be used as a down payment towards buying your next home with us or with other affiliated property developers effective living series at nine o'clock we're speaking about insurance my guest is from enterprise insurance and today we'll be talking about the basics of insurance 
But this year's Enterprise Motor Insurance promo is different. Simply buy or renew your motor insurance with Enterprise and win instant gifts such as fuel coupons, branded gift items, and qualify for the monthly raffle draws with amazing rewards. And there are also prizes to be won, including iPhone 14, washing machine, high-pressure car washer, vacuum cleaner, and of course, their ultimate prize is a premium crotch rocket motorbike. Call your insurance broker today, and the raffle is between January to June. Terms and conditions apply. Enterprise, your advantage. All right, it's 8.29, <clears throat> and it's time for Your Money is brought to you by CBG. And Sky, you know, one of the things I've decided to do is, if I can't leave WhatsApp groups, mm-hmm. I will use the WhatsApp groups to get information for my show. <laughs> that's you a good know? one. Because, you know, there's WhatsApp groups that you can't leave, like old students and some of those. So there's a WhatsApp you group. Just keep quiet. Uh-huh. And read. But on a, on a different note, yesterday, the thing they were discussing had nothing to do with the economy of Ghana. You know, yesterday, <laughs> like people were putting debt exchange and this, and the people were not interested. Just say, <laughs> but let's stay. So this one, I, I've said yes, I'm going to repeat. So Bernard Ousu, uh, Bernard Obing Boating mm-hmm. of, um, uh, Finest Skills Hub. He put a post on a, a, a platform I'm on. It's, it's financial sector platform. And I thought it was really wise. He did a, an artwork on it. He says, Bonds and bills may give you short-term returns, but an investment in knowledge will give you lifetime returns. Good morning. Have a fruitful week. I thought such a powerful... And he showed a cup of somebody working with a, a cup in front of him. A wonderful, wonderful um, piece of... Um, what do you call it? advice so my personal finance tip is that investing in people gives you a reward beyond a lifetime investing in people gives you a reward beyond a lifetime so if you have money to spend in these difficult times where you're not sure whether you'll get any return pay somebody school fees take a master's degree program <laughs> go and learn a new skill it it is going to be and in fact, tomorrow on Effective Living Series, my guest will be talking about where do you invest your money now. Yeah. Because, as you know, the major sources of investment returns for passive income have all gone bonkers. Yeah. From crypto to uh, bonds to stocks to houses. So the only thing that is rising is people. So find somebody and pay his school fees. That's the investment tip for the money. <laughs> Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. Unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. If you ask me, the matter for ground, eh, now who I go ask?
Right, here are some quick comments on this. Bernard, I took my okay. gun East Assembly to court to open a road that had been walled off back in 2012. The matter made it to Eyewitness News. I arrested the case to allow them to come and do their work so as to save them court costs. Nothing came out of it. In October 2022, I wrote to my MC that I'll take them back to court. As I write, I have not as much as received an acknowledgement. This is the quality of local government we have in most places. SMH. This is from Ni Ajete. Writing from Hacho. <laughs> yeah, well, a couple of messages. Leslie Hilton Blankson says, mm. I woke up and said about Dansma last stop and the filling station is the gospel truth. For someone who grew up in Dansma, I went to Dansma last stop just yesterday and got lost uh, till I deployed Google Maps to find my way. Kiosk mm. everywhere, Charlie. Mm. Local government is failing this country. Mm. <laughs> the local government. Local government. Local government. How many times have I said Three. It's local government. Mm. This one says, I share the same wall with a big church and the kind of noise they make. I sometimes wonder if the service is for me or for those in the church. This is from your old barrier. Uh, Bernard, just across the road from Tema is Ashaiman. Isn't Ashaiman too an old community? Mm-hmm. It's all about planning, mm-hmm. not about how old the community okay. is. Okay. Right from Spintex okay. since um, this one. Yes, yes, mean, yes. The history around Ashaiman is largely because of the building of Tema. You know, so you build a nice place. Mm-hmm. You need people to come and work. work. And what the hustlers normally would do is to go and come somewhere. The same thing is happening at this level. But if they are camping somewhere, if they are camping somewhere, isn't the local government there? Can the local government even make the camping somewhere sensible? You see, so for instance, the the the, the, the one we normally call Sodom and Gomorrah, which is you know derogatory, mm. it was also because there was war somewhere or there was trouble somewhere yeah. people came to Accra of course when they came there was no place they could put them government and local government people decided let's allow them here of course they also got jobs in the juiciest parts of Accra and then boom yeah but Sky I'm, I'm not see this thing mm-hmm. even if you are going to resettle people the point we are making is about planning and effective That's local governance right. once you are going to put people in a place mm-hmm. who's going to manage that space uh-huh. alright if you don't have a so I think his point about the institution of local government not being effective. I think it's a well, very that, important point because correct. even if you are going to move people to a new location, they will eat. They will do number one. They will do number two. Mm-hmm. You need to find a way to organize that thing. As soon as you let people do anything they want, you've lo- and you see if, if it starts without any regulation, it's very difficult to come in midway and say I'm coming to regulate it. Uh, you see, so it was also good. I raised the guy, the lady, or the people in front of the AI, uh, or the African Union um, monument yeah. near Parliament House. Mm-hmm. I think the authorities the kebab. and the Kibar people they have stopped them. So this ev- these evenings, if you use that place, well, they were taking over the place. Oh yeah, they were There's a long one here, Bernard. And, yeah. and unfortunately, a lot of these cleaning thing that you are hearing is actually being done by the Ghana Police Service. Not even what, the assembly. No. The, the like when they go and remove Remove them. people from these places. It's being done by the Ghana Police. Mm. I'm telling you. Let me read one from somebody who says she's worked in an assembly for 15 years. Okay. And doesn't agree with you. She says, I understand it's not only the MCE, but the power play makes professionals' views to be useless. For example, MCE chairs the special planning committee that approves permits. Mm-hmm. When an architect sees a drawing and advises against permitting such buildings, the architect is perpetually taken out from the committee because possibly MCE has interest in that application. It is 
through that the whole local government is not working. But sincerely, with my experience, I think the political appointments is not helping us. From the Ministry of Local Government to Local Government Service to Regional Coordinating Council to District Assembly and then to supposedly non-political assembly members not heavily in politics. Okay, so this person is a, a person saying that the cherry on top of the bad kick is the, the bad point. appointments that makes things worse. All right. I don't yeah, think it's an either or. I mean, we they are both. Yeah, both. Both. Okay. <laughs> Let's read more comments. All right. So this one says, uh, yeah. from a crisis. That's I from Enyonan, by the way. Uh, the end results of the work of the municipal assembly is what is happening in Dansuma, mm-hmm. Anya, and other places in Accra. Have you been to Anya? What's happening there? Mm-hmm. The Nabi view of the, of the Lankwantana Madina district is one of those assembly engineers giving out <laughs> permits for churches in residential areas at Ayimensa. So somebody's naming and shaming. Mm-hmm. Bernard, this issue. Uh, but that we can't be sure. Sure, of, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, this issue is getting worse by the day. And mm-hmm. this is because the Ghanaian of today is just thinking about his or her pocket mm-hmm. and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one says, come to Abokobi, the kind of who are getting rooms to rent, no background checks uh, done uh, on these people. Uh, says the place is becoming a hub for, for fraud boys. Fraud boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are all over the place. They are just cashing out Momo from Momo joins every blessed day. Isn't is there not a way in which the police can be informed if a citizen notices something irregular about some people who live in a certain house? Oh, but they oh, do. They do. But, they do. but that's how they, they do the swoops. Uh, but we, we 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 congratulate the people in um this community not long ago. No, 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 no. That's false oh, terrorist okay, alert story. Yeah, that's right, that's it was. It was. It happened because residents noticed that. There were people in the community they did not know. I want mm. to tell police that we've seen okay. some people here, we don't know them. Let's come back to the NDC issues. Mm. All right, so um, when I was asked by Vivian whether I was surprised that there were changes, I was not surprised. Yes. Because I knew there was something like that in the works. Whether I was surprised that Casio was made the, the leader as well, I didn't I know sure. that he would be given the role, but when he was appointed, and I started reflecting on the past three or four months. It wasn't too surprising. So my my analysis was that they knew all along that he was a guy they were going to give their job to, and they were preparing him, which is why not exactly. Okay, that's what I think based on the facts points I raised about the specific platforms he was being made to speak on. For example, before Mahama would speak at any major economic thing, he would do a presentation. He would lead the Kenufariata thing. So it's almost like somebody is trying to give him some space. If you want to do certain kinds of interviews on the economy, he's the guy that will ask to go to certain because places. The spokesperson on no, the but th- there's a difference between this person and the economy. So, for example, the way, again, concurrently, political parties are trying to do an advocacy in parliament. Mm-hmm. The issue of the vote of censure, it will be discussed at party level and they will decide who will lead it. The question is, who was the face of the party in parliament? On so, you, you, are not, you, are, you are saying that you don't think that there was a specific... Agenda to, to, to groom to, to groom him to no, take over. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. you know him better than I do in Parliament. You you are from his constituency, by the way. So did he tell you that he was going to become <laughs> constitu- constituent? <laughs> when, when the Fanti caucus, when, when the when the Jumaku caucus met for that recent funeral, because I'm sure he's from your constituency, don't deny. Are you happy? Are you celebrating? Uh, is there? Well, there's a statement from the regional. Oh uh, really? Yeah, central region. Central region. Central region. have endorsed the position. Fantastic. And, 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 I'm sure, and I'm sure they, you are right. So the, see, I'm the, telling you. So it means that they, they, by now the central region is saying that this is a victory for, for us. us. Oh yeah, that's what they are saying. That's what they are saying. 
Is it that? Victory? No, I, I don't think. Victory is, is stretching. It's it. an advantage for us. It's a recognition. Vision. Recognition yeah. mm. for for um, hard work by the young man. Have the Jumaku people sent a statement already? Uh, no, I this is not a regional way. But you are, you are from <laughs> You're resident in. Oh, I am from Enyandi tribe. You are from there. You are from there. That's your MP. No, 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 Kaziel, Kaziel is, is my MP, uh-huh. not just my MP, he's a very good friend of mine, yeah, I've known for years, yeah. uh, Ghana, in the UK, UK. Yeah. yeah, so, so, I'm, I'm saying that if Kaziel were your brother, mm-hmm. would you wake up and hear this news and be sad? Oh, you'll be happy. You'll be happy for him, you understand? Yeah. So, for me, on that note i am happy for him mm-hmm. um I, I did you see it coming i, I didn't see that you, you coming, didn't see it coming. to be honest i didn't see mm. no i didn't see i mean of course we all heard mm-hmm. that they were they wanted to do changes um giving some deadly allegations that were being thrown around mm-hmm. you know i just couldn't figure out the structure of how they were going to proceed with the changes, mm-hmm. you know, and and who was going to lead. I mean, the minority leader should be the one who should execute the changes. Yeah, he can't change and, himself. And, you know, even if he, 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 he probably could change himself with a certain um, understanding that the party may have established. Uh, but the way they mm. did it, you know, I, I still don't think I have the full scope to understand how it's been done. Mm. No, no, I don't think so. I, I honestly don't think. I think it's, it's, you think early, days, it's early days yet mm. for us to make conclusions. When you listen to people like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, mosquito. Dom, no, yeah, not even Mosquito, like um, Ayine, Avoka saying that the process could have been more transparent, it was not democratic. They felt that the minority team should have been consulted and that the party shouldn't just write a letter to appoint and there have been a Even few the have come out that yeah. does the party have the power to do that oh yes oh yeah the party does then then that's it but the, you have the power but the way you exercise it no can bring people along and, and the, divide the thing it. Is that in this kind of thing you can't satisfy everybody so once it's illegal what they've done is not illegal if it's not illegal then that's it yeah but, but do you not think that for a party that wants for nothing for, for to, you can do it in a way that will make it more acceptable but let's look at it academically yes. without emotions yes and let's see whether it serves a better picture mm-hmm. for the ndc today than before mm-hmm. in terms of um um new the outlook for new the energy, parliament mm-hmm. new energy representation national representation yeah. and everything yeah I, i'm looking at it in a more scientific so it's, manner it appears to be a bit of fresh air there are new faces it looks better mm-hmm. than before mm-hmm. maybe the energy that that brought them to this this point mm. has expired so they need to re what about themselves. the view in the media about harun idrisu and his political skills there's a lot of people who feel his ability, his oratory, his knowledge of law will be greatly missed by the NDC No, but they can't take anything away from Haruna, regardless. I mean, you can take him out of the minority leadership thing, mm-hmm. but Haruna, will, for as long as he remains in politics, you can't... He cannot be under... You, he cannot no, be, no, 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 they can't so play him if out. the plot is to silence him, then that's a wrong one. You don't think they can play him out? No. 
Because I would you, say that a thousand and one. I'm asking this because you know that some political parties have been able to run rings around some people who we used to think were some people. Now we don't even hear of that. That is again. true. We used to think, but we have no evidence to see how smart they are. Mm. But I can't say the same about Haruna Idrisu. So NDC cannot do away with Haruna Idrisu. Um, I wouldn't say that, but they would do. They would do that at a very high cost. It, if are, they try to do that, it will come at a very high cost. Is that some, and is that do away, it's not about doing, uh, removing... Yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, sidelining, silencing. Oh yes. oh, yes. Is that what you also think, having worked with him in oh, Parliament? Yeah, I mean, there's no two ways about it. And, and, and that is wow. why, although there have always been discussions or plots to take him out, mm. the question was always, what do you do with him? <laughs> You know, what do you so, do with him? He's an MP. No, no, he is an MP. But you see, you don't. A person who's been in parliament since 2005, former mm. national youth organizer, yeah. consummate politician, someone who knows the ins and outs of parliament, knows how to play ball with mm-hmm. the other side mm-hmm. and to get his people along, sometimes mm-hmm. in a very controversial way. Yeah. And, and given his own following, his own constituency yeah. in Ghana, mm-hmm. and his links to the international world, you cannot discard such a person mm. just like that. Wow. But you see, sometimes you have people who are ruthless in leadership, mm-hmm. who will say, let's do it and see what would happen. Let justice be done, though the heavens fall. Exactly. So, <laughs> it, well, I'm not too sure whether it is justice. No, I'm using that. Uh-huh. I'm borrowing the McDermott. <laughs> <laughs> As for her, so, so, laughing. So, is that <laughs> yeah, sure. It is a very tricky wow. call. Mm. It's a very tricky call. Because, as I said yesterday, mm-hmm. he was always the constant in there, the, the, the common denominator. We'll mm. make changes, mm-hmm. but we'll maintain him there. Mm. But over the last few days, Things I think changed. there may have been some movement mm. which gives some people the energy and the confidence that, look, let's do it and see what happens. It's, what kind of person is Kaziel? So we know Haruna... For years, we know what he can do. Kaziel is sort of emerging public front. He's relatively, very good with economics, but it's now. I mean, look, the, let's not take away from Kaziel. He's mm. been doing this thing. This is for, fourth time, eh? Yes. He's, so he's he always his fourth time. He's always small boy. This is fourth years. Yes, he's been doing this thing, and for a young man who's been doing this thing, this is fourth term. Yeah. That's a lot of experience. He may not have had the same platform yeah, yeah. than the likes of Haruna Idrisu yeah. may have had. Mm. Okay, and I'm not by that even equating him to Haruna. Yeah. Haruna is a different, a different character, a different stratosphere. Okay, but I think that some credit must be given to Keziel mm. as well. Yeah. Um, for a party that is looking at renewing its energy, yeah. it's a good thing. And he's young. He's born. He's born in '78. So that's, he's probably 14. My thinking about him, though, I was at a recent event where there were a lot of economists. And you are right, his, the, the, the respect for him has increased because there was a big conversation about the economy. This is like in November. And he came, he was supposed to come to Kuku Kwarteng from mm-hmm. Finance. And when he came, a lot of what he said, a lot of the economists there did not disagree with him. Mm-hmm. And they were sort of waiting for him to speak. And I thought eight years ago, he may have been seen as a lightweight, but this this now when he came and this boy is appointment when he came to the place and started speaking almost all the points were making about the budget and the debt were very cogent and even the way he was articulating the points had changed so he's also improved himself if you look at his trajectory of advocacy yes he's actually worked on his craft yes so that he's able to explain things much much easier yeah even even his ability to explain 
his public speaking has yeah, improved yeah, over the years. Yeah. No, he, he still has to work hard. You want to flow more? Because if you are going to if you are going to <laughs> boot, that. for boot for Baumia at that level, you have to. <laughs> Why are you bringing yeah, Baumia into there? No, no, because, because ah, the minority they, leader is the leader of the opposition yes, in parliament. Yes, yes. And I'm saying that yeah. I'm just saying that yeah. the economics. And yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, right. You know, because, for example, I mean, look, in preparing and, and like Sky. Well, in the last eight years, while everybody was busy shouting, the man was back in school. Mm-hmm having a PhD. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. guess who was one of his lecturers? Gideon Boako. So he's, he's improved his... his, his <laughs> yes, yeah. the man, the yeah. man has been working on himself. If, mm-hmm. if, if you listened, you made the point yesterday, if you listened to him in his presentation before Mahama spoke, mm-hmm. for me as an observer, he made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the literature, a lot of the commentary posts that did not disagree with the positions that he took, they were not overly political positions that he took. Mm-hmm. They were positions of fact. Mm-hmm. They were challenged, but future events have proven that most of the positions that he took that day mm-hmm. on a lot of the issues turned out to be accurate. Mm-hmm. So there's an acknowledgement well, that that's he, also he, given. That was actually, he presented an NDC position on things. So yes. these things are normally... Yeah, but which is why I was saying that I felt the party wanted to elevate no, him. No, no, see, but but guy doesn't I'm seem make, to agree to that the point. point that, look, it's always been the case. That but they could have made Adongo do it. No, Adongo is not the minority spokesperson on on finance. I know. The put the but, but he was not the spokesperson on finance prior to two, 2020 election. But I've seen platforms where Mahama would speak and Adongo would also be made to speak, even no, though no, he was no, not the leader. No, what I'm saying is that it is always normal that someone within the space mm-hmm. or on the committee mm-hmm. who has a better appreciation of the issue compared to other people mm-hmm. to go with the presidential candidate mm-hmm. or to make a statement for and on behalf of the party. Mm-hmm. It is normal. But in terms of oh, we are strategically developing him so he becomes. You don't agree with no, that? No, no, no. Yeah, it, 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 look. The, but the, why are you dismissing that so frontally? No, I don't think so. Yeah, because I, for me, when I, okay, maybe because of the kind of what I cover. You see, Sky covers the politics and the law aspect of these. I look more at the political economy and the economic mm-hmm. side of things. But we can leave that for a different yeah, time. My other question, though, is that... Just to wrap up, before if, you ask if, a question, no, if you are if MPP, me, okay, yes. on, just before you get to them, just mm. me, on this, I, I will take our minds a bit deeper into this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> politically, mm-hmm. politically, Haruna had created a persona, like SMS has described this immense cult mm-hmm. of Haruna. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're charismatic, everything. Cassiel doesn't have that. Mm-hmm. Now, Haruna's position and exposure over the years meant that he had a certain level of independence. Yes. Yes. In, in, yes. Cassiel, let's not be honest, have. will not have. Thank you. He, not will not. He might will, not. He will not have. Let's not even go there. <laughs> he will not, not have it. Might not. He will not but, have but it. No, the independence point is Let me finish that point. That's a technical position he's making. Let me finish the point. That yeah, and this is something for a party that is as determined to win an election as they are saying. And like mm-hmm. I told you, mm-hmm. if you look at what Esiedu Kete has tried to do in Parliament, if you listen to conversations, mm-hmm. he's tried to put out an NDC, a certain kind of NDC poster, particularly with this hung Parliament, that he, he feels feel Haruna, have, Haruna not... has been able to carry out. Yes, they feel that they've been too cozy with the and with this new leadership. He might be able to, to push them to do to that. To push those things through. 
No, but that is also yeah, yeah, a fair consideration a to make. That Haruna is less likely to be pushed than Kazio. This is the point he's making. You see, the point is that, look, Haruna is not... He just didn't come to the NDC yesterday. Yes. He was a party boy, mm. properly so-called, from campus. Mm-hmm. Became national youth organizer of the NDC. Mm. So he played ball at this. This was the days of Obeda Samoa and all these mm-hmm. people. So he's not just a JJC. He didn't just come. Mm-hmm. So yes, he's also built his base. And many mm. of the people who are mm. in decision-making positions, the guy who was influencing so he them. he had more time. Ex- exactly. So he's more like a contemporary, if I'm using the term loosely, mm. Of Asiedun, okay, yeah. no, so is indeed. Uh, even though he's much younger, uh, even though he's much younger, uh, age-wise, no technically, political he, contemporary. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yes, it, that's but, it. but I'm talking about stature and profile. Asiedun. He's built himself to a point uh, yeah. where he can be strong in that exactly. conversation. So if you rank the NDC today, you can easily say that John Dramani Mahama, following the death of JJ Rawlings, is the main man. Is the big man. Yeah. After that, you have Asiedun Ketia in there. Mm-hmm. After that, you have you know Haruna Idrisu playing ball with Bagbing. Of course, Bagbing and Asiedun Ketia would be equally ranked. That's mm-hmm. correct. That's you correct. understand? But so, but below them immediately you have Haruna Idrisu. Mm-hmm. Then the rest will the rest come. Will follow. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it is a question of longevity. But you didn't mention Kojo Bonsu. Focus, focus. Focus. I'm sorry. <laughs> focus. So, so you see, focus. when you do the ranking like that, now it's a question of let's flex our muscle. Mm-hmm. Because people, tr- truth is, it's mm-hmm. been reported. Yeah. He's not commented publicly on it mm-hmm. that he was opposed to the idea of General Mosquito deposing uh, what do you call Contesting. Con- uh, those are not my words <laughs> exactly and mind you they all played in national leadership together good you understand yeah so there was this feeling that no you stay where you are mm. uh, or where you were or even if you want to make a move mm. let the guy live honorably mm-hmm. but we all saw what played out mm. so Esiodun Ketia wants to assert his authority. Mm. And also Fifi Kwete has always had issues with how parliament, the NDC side of parliament. Do them yeah, you, you understand. <laughs> and, 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 and you hear things said on the sidelines. Yeah. So the question is, yes, we think that if we want to take this guy out, it will be a problem. Mm. But can we always find a good time to make it happen. Okay. Of course, I mean, there would seem to be democratic deficit in how this thing was, was, done. was done. Yes, the party, if you look at even the standing orders of parliament, oh. the description of a minority leader is the leader of the party which is in opposition, in minority, determined by the party or the mother party of that particular party. Oh, so it, it, it's very clear that all the event is legal. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, legal. the legality of it is not, is not, it's not in question. That's what you said. It, it is a question of whether, you know, there needed to have been more deepening of consultation. Mm. But then again, Nana Dodanko Ekufuado, the president of the republic, we are told, finds himself in that position. Mm-hmm. 
there's a question about what to do with Chairman Sabunsu, the mm-hmm. member of parliament for the summer constituency. Majority leader. Yeah, we hear the president is not happy about certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, possible movement may happen. Mm-hmm. But if you want to move... What do you do with him? What do you do with him? <laughs> well, they don't want to end this. You understand? Yeah. Do you take him to the executive and leave him there? Mm. Or you leave him on the back bench. Mm. The history around leadership, when, uh, what do you call it, Bagwin was removed. Mm. We saw the storm that he created. Three wise men. The NDC didn't know peace until they returned him yes. to the front line. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I can give some other examples. So the question is, yes, we know that there will be an NPP reshuffle on the front bench. Yeah. The question is, when? Mm. Now the NDC has made a move. It would seem that the NPP we'll side take from will take a cue from that mm-hmm. and then also reshuffle. You think so? Or, 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 I mean, it's just a question of when. So you are, you are telling me on authority that we should expect an NPP announcement soon? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's just... I'm coming back. No, we we actually thought that was going to come earlier. Much earlier, earlier. yeah. yeah. Well, Do we know if this is the whole front bench or just the leader? Um, this, For the NPP. Yes. It will be, be the whole front bench. They move the whole front bench. They are clearing the whole front bench. Yeah, not clear. They are reshuffling. Because the thing is, if you remove him, uh, Markin is going to take take yeah, over exactly. anyway. But, but but that means you've maintained Markin. No, you haven't. No, you've, you've elevated, you've elevated him. Him. Ah, So it's still a new... Yeah. yeah. So because the, the reason I'm saying, because usually when you interview Markin, he seems very interested in parliament. Mm. He's never no, been really interested. Yes, he's not he, interested he, in minister. He doesn't need your minister. He wants to do parliament. And Ghana water. Another thing is that yeah. the commentary around this whole thing yes. limits the strategy to a parliament issue. issue. Okay. I don't think so. It's beyond. It's way beyond parliament. And mm. I think what the NDC in the longer term is trying to do is to give a better outlook of the party mm. as being the representative. way the party looks. Yes. Okay. And if but that's the point I made. If Kaziel mm-hmm. is now the leader of the party, you mm. know, in the in the way Sky described. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's from central region. Mm. You think the central region people will not be proud? That's what it is. So, you, yeah. so the political calculation is also much stronger than just the maneuverings in parliament. It's limited to pa- parliament alone. It's a way of gaining trust into the southern part of the So then the, uh, the, outside of the, the western guy region. also and then... Also very much so. Because, of course, why would you take Casio Central and take another person next door? Western. Because mm. they want, they they want, want to, to get make a case into there. it and take ownership. And I, that's how I see it. You see, so the Mosquito obviously knows what he's doing. Uh, well, you see, <laughs> well, on the face the, of the it, point is, time will tell. The point is, it yeah. should not be reduced to General Mosquito knowing what he wants to do or what he is doing because okay. it is a political party. Mm-hmm. Many people have subsumed their interest mm-hmm. under that of the bigger umbrella to say that, okay, we are part of this group. Mm-hmm. So there's always the need for deepening of consultation around some of these issues. Of course, I mean, it was always going to be a controversial issue. It's always been known that some people don't want Aruna there. Mm. It's always been the case that they accuse him of not supporting one person or the other. Mm. But you see, people must agree at a certain place to Mm. say that, look, this is where we are going. It is possible to work together even when we disagree. Mm. I mean, Honorable Bagwin. When he was then outside, he was critical of President John Ramani Mahama. He mm. said that he was not being given access and all of that. Yes. 
People thought that there was an attempt to destroy Honorable Bagwin, but also because he's been able to build his own constituency. Mm. They couldn't destroy him. Today, he's the Speaker of Parliament. So you predict that the way Bagwin has endured yeah. in the Haruna would endure. Despite all the things, yeah. Haruna will have the same trajectory. Yeah, so in the next 10 years, he will still be one of the most oh, important yeah, people in the NDC. But I, I also am careful to think that this is necessarily a vote of no confidence um, about mm. Haruna mm-hmm. as a person. It could be more strategic. Okay. I, I think mm. I, I want to give them that credit that there's something underneath that we don't know. Mm. <laughs> you mm. know. Mm. But if it's to bring Haruna down, then that would right, be unfortunate. That be unfortunate. You know, and I don't think that is what they, they intend doing. Mm. Right? No, I'm so, at that approach. level, it's a very difficult decision to take. Mm-hmm. A very difficult decision to take. Yeah. And so... We will just have to keep yeah. our eyes here and see. But I think that scientifically, it looks very good yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, but, but, Papa, I, I think yeah. it's also important yeah. to talk about the absence of a legal mind on the front bench. And law school people. No, it's a very important point because <laughs> there are things that we can discuss as, forgive me, ordinary men mm-hmm. and our understanding of the same. And then there are things that a different perspective is brought to bear when there's a trained legal mind speaking on the matter. Yeah, yeah. And so with, your, with, your, with your training, you can say that J.H. Mensah led everything that we have seen. No, no, you see... Who was, who, okay, who was, who, who was J.H. Mensah's number two? See, you should look at the front line. There were, there were lawyers there. Who saw, there were lawyers there. 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 Oh, but there are lawyers there. No, no, no the front line. No, the front line. Oh, uh, was was there? there. Oh. Uh, uh, bid, bid ZD. <laughs> the front bench has no lawyer. The front bench, the front bench has no lawyer. But bid ZD is there. No, no, you see, he's at the back bench. But you, but should bring him forward. <laughs> no, you, don't, you can't just bring a person forward. You <laughs> understand? <laughs> so, <laughs> but how would you realize though? Just the day Paul Adwoichi was sitting uh-huh. here uh, interviewing bid ZD, uh-huh. uh-huh. and then. He got to a point and said, mm-hmm. okay, let's go. We have a lawyer on the, on the line mm-hmm. to talk to. They'll be saying, hey. Is it uh, Joga? Who, who am I? I'm not a lawyer. So, so Sky, your point is that uh-huh. lack of a lawyer mm-hmm. as part of the five yeah. could affect them. Oh, yeah, surely. I mean, it will. The reason Ow. is that, look, <laughs> of, no, you see, of all the strengths that Honorable um Bunsu has mm-hmm. as a person. Mm-hmm. His oratory, his understanding of parliamentary his blair, his blair. His blair, you know, what he brings to bear. Yeah, right. There's always a deficit. <laughs> oh no 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 there's <laughs> always no, but in, in that, that regard, is why I, you I, have I, I side with Sky because I've been in rooms where comments have been made that he is more an orator than a lawyer strong procedure. This were positions espoused by lawyers. So, 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 so finish your point, finish your point. It's a choice of the party that's they want him to do so and so. Time is which up. Yeah, I, lawyers, I want to say that cannot do it. Anyway. finish your point. No, no, it's not that the lawyers cannot saying. do it. Yes, it's a question of what have you built as a person, as to give you a certain stature, so that the party will say that, regardless of the possibility of competence elsewhere, mm. we think that you should be the. Then, on the basis of what you said, uh-huh. then these two people are right in saying that they were doing political calculation and not because there are strong lawyers. For example, you have Dominica Ine. Mm-hmm. You have Mahama Yariga, you have um, the guy from uh, James Agaga. But maybe because of the point about the political, the, 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 the geographical mix-up, 
that geographical mix-up meant that they preferred non-lawyers because a lot of the strong lawyers are from the north and they didn't necessarily want to have a northern overload. Mm-hmm. And what if there's no elected lawyer in the caucus? Well, they, they didn't no, go no, no, looking for lawyers. Possible. If they went to uh, they went to a Jumako and noticed that Kazia was a lawyer, they would have picked him. Uh, they, they, no, they but they it's economics. No, wait, wait. What I'm saying is that yeah. they went looking for people who solved their problems first. Which is identifying central first. <laughs> let's go to central. Let's go to western. Let, let's continue. Who on do what, you what think will fit the profile? Work. Let's continue. Then if you fit the profile, then before they come and see your CV, you see, uh, tell you you see, at the end of every discussion in any good platform where decisions are to be taken, what does the law say? The final question that is always asked is, what does the and, law? And on this show, the law says we have to end the discussion. <laughs> When we come back, we're taking into Effective Living series. This is day three of our week four. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. another edition of the Effective Living series which is coming to you on CTFM and CTTV. The series are aimed at equipping you for your 2023 starter pack. Today we're focused on insurance as the fundamentals under the financial uh, focus subtopic. Week 4 has been on financial foundations for 2023 and today I'll be talking to a man who's been in insurance for close to 20 years on what I call the fundamentals of insurance. He is the senior manager for broker-led corporate distribution in Ghana's oldest insurance company, who also happened to be sponsors for the series, Enterprise Insurance. Michael Otu Labi is my guest. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm well. And you? I'm fine. I like your top. Thank you. Was well, it designed you. just for Enterprise? It's, yes. it's really, really nice. Maybe I'll take it when we finish. <laughs> I hear you. It's really nice indeed. Enterprise is your advantage. Yes. Fantastic. So you are the senior manager for broker-led corporate distribution. What does that mean? Okay, so for insurance businesses, we have channels through which insurance is sold. Mm -hmm. And one of the key channels is the broker channel, where we have intermediaries called brokers. These are companies which are duly licensed by the regulator and Mm -hmm. National Insurance Commission Mm -hmm. to sell insurance Mm. uh, in partnership with uh, insurance companies. So they sell the products of the various insurance companies. So some insurance sales come from brokers? Yes. As against what? Agents okay. and then direct. Oh, all right. Yes. All right. So a broker can then match supply to demand. Brilliant. So let's talk <coughs> about insurance and financial protection. I mean, what does that mean? Okay, so financial protection means having some financial arrangements in place Mm -hmm. which is able to cushion you or Mm. to help you Mm. uh, should the unfortunate event happen. So uh, you may have a house 
uh, the house can be mm. caught up in fire mm. or there can be a flood which can destroy the house. Mm. If you have some financial arrangement in place in terms of insurance, it can give you protection mm -hmm. against the loss mm. you, you, you suffer mm -hmm. because of a certain unfortunate event. Mm. Uh, it could be loss of job, it could be critical illness, uh, it could be death, it could be injury, it could be mm. anything uh, unforeseen that can really hit you so bad that you may not be able to survive mm. without having in place those financial arrangements. Mm. So apart from insurance, um, you can also have some investments okay. and then some savings. Mm. But particularly key uh, for financial protection is insurance. insurance. Yes. So it's almost like insurance is the one that guarantees some protection when unexpected things happen. Yes, because uh, even if you have investment, you may never know the extent to which mm. the financial implication could be, and mm. your investment may not be able to sort you out. I see. Later on, we'll talk about the various things that are insurable, right. what you can insure against and what you can't insure against. But what is the starting point in attaining financial security? Okay, so before I go to that, let me also say something a little about insurance and mm -hmm. uh, what insurance means generally. Okay. It, is, it is an agreement okay, mm -hmm. in which one party, uh, in exchange for a fee, mm agrees to reimburse the other party. Mm -hmm. So so the, the party that agrees to reimburse is the insurance company. Mm -hmm. The one who is being reimbursed is mm -hmm. the client or the insured. Mm -hmm. The fee is the premium. Okay. All right? And generally, there are two main types of insurances. Mm -hmm. You have life insurance, which is more of long-term in nature, mm -hmm. and then you have non-life, which mm -hmm. is generally referred to as general business. Okay. These are short-term also in nature, mm -hmm. those two main so under general, you have things like motor insurance, marine insurance, marine. Yes, yes. Uh, so in Ghana, which, which is the commonest type of insurance in Ghana? Um, these days, okay, the, the most common is a motor insurance motor. because by law you are required to insure your vehicle. So you can use one. yes. After that, you have what? There are several of them. Just from when, the top of your head, of the top of your head, which are the common top five. Areas of insurance apart from life. I'm talking about okay, so life now. So five, uh, fire insurance. Fire is also apart from motor, fire so insurance, motor, fire, marine insurance. Marine. What's marine, marine insurance? Marine insurance is goods that are transported oh. by sea or even by air. That's why they talk of CIF. Yes. Cost insurance and freight. freight so yes. when you put a, a, your car on the ship from Canada or wherever, yes. you must insure it. Yes, you must insure it. Because if it hits a, a tornado or something. Yes. So okay. for both the goods and then the vessels themselves. Okay. So the aircrafts and then the ships uh, that we see around are all insured. So there's motor, there's marine, marine there's when you say fire. fire insurance uh, for buildings, mm -hmm. for warehouses. It mm -hmm. could be a warehouse, it could be an office, it could be a home, it could mm -hmm. be a shop. Mm -hmm. Both the building, that's the structure itself, and then the contents. Mm -hmm. So if it's an office, your office contents, mm -hmm. your furniture, your equipment, mm -hmm. if it's a school, hospital, okay. the same thing. If it's a warehouse, the stock, whether it's bags of rice or sacks of uh, flour, what have you. All those can be insured under fire insurance. So that's fine. And what else? What, what other areas of insurance do we, we have? We have personal insurance. Personal? Uh, yes. Personal accident insurance. So uh, taking insurance for your person. For yourself. So that in case, in case you get injured or you die, mm. or, uh, God forbid, you have insurance coming in to pay some compensation, a benefit to you. Okay. Uh, so travel insurance is, is also common. So accident one is like, so assuming you are a worker and you have accident insurance, it means that is the insurance to cover your medical treatment or is to 
help you whilst you are not working to get okay, some so money. there are aspects of it if you go into the details there's a medical benefit okay. there's a temporal benefit for uh, uh, um, temporal uh, when you don't have opportunity to work so you stay in the hospital temporal for a indisposition. while yes or where there's permanent disability okay. or death Okay. okay, so medical, so, temporal, those ones are in permanent, there. death, all of that coming okay. to the personal accident cover. And then you say there's also, you mentioned the fourth travel, travel insurance. Travel insurance. It's also common these mm. days. It's a requirement. A lot of the uh, embassies will require that you have some uh, Where insurance. Travel insurance means what? Whilst you travel abroad. So what uh, are you insuring in particular? You insure against anything happening to you whilst you travel. Whilst you travel. Yes, so it could be anything. Injury, death. Uh, loss of luggage. Oh, hospitalization. So aspects of yes. travel insurance you can. Yes. As so you can show your bags. Yes, your luggage, all of that is a component. So you will choose mm. uh, whichever you want. Some packages come with standard mm. amounts or compensation levels. Can for you insure yourself against being sacked from work? Yes. So you can insure yourself. That's a loss of job. Okay, okay, so for life insurance, you, you have something like family income protection plan, okay. which can take care of unemployment in case you suffer, even apart from loss of job, if you suffer some critical illness mm. and as a result you're unable to work and all of that. Mm. The, 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 the bills you have to pay because of all those things coming to Can play. you insure your machines? So let's assume we are... CTFM, CTTV, cameras, yes, studio your, equipment, your equipment. Can so like them? I mentioned, yes, mm. you can insure all those equipment. Drones, if you use drones, right. you can insure all of those things. Yes. Wow, that that's so. It's, it's a vast area. Very very vast, Bernard. And I can imagine that there are newer newer products coming as human interaction become more complicated. Yes. So even for us at Enterprise Insurance, you know the third party, the motor third party cover, standard cover provides compensation for the other person. That's, you run into a pedestrian, you knock him down, he may be injured or could even die. Mm. You can run into another person's vehicle, another person's mm. property, cures by the roadside or whatever. Those are compensated for under the standard motor third party. Wow. We have gone ahead to come up with what we call the third party amplified, where we say that for, for damage to your vehicle, we will provide compensation in terms of mm. uh, some minor uh, 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 damages into mm. your windscreen, your side mirrors, and then some minor scratches mm. to the vehicle. These are not covered under the standard multi-third-party policy. We'll come back we to that. So let, let's, talk, let's talk about the starting point. Right. For, because don't forget this week, our focus is on laying the right financial foundation. A couple of days ago, we had a guest who was talking about how to get out of debt. We've been talking about investment fundamentals. And today, we want to see the role insurance plays in the financial equation. But before we come to the question, don't forget this is the Effective Living Series. This is actually day three of week four. And my guest is Michael Otulabi, who is from Enterprise Insurance. And we're trying to understand the basics of insurance. So let's talk about the, the starting point in attaining financial security. Yes, so the starting point would be to do a self uh, assessment. Mm. You know, uh, we go to school and learn all those things, but we don't apply it at the, mm -hmm. at the self level. We mm -hmm. do it in the organization. But you need to analyze your risk yourself. Mm -hmm. So you tell yourself, okay, I'm a young man or a young lady. I mm. have a car. I've started working. I have a car. Have I insured it? If that car should be damaged, what happens? Mm. Or I'm a young man who has hassled 
combine some few CDs to be able to get a, a small car to do Uber. Uh, and that's, that's what I live on. If something should happen mm. to that car, mm. what happens? So you do your assessment. Oh, I have children. Mm. Uh, if I'm not around tomorrow to pay their fees, what happens? There's an insurance policy you can take for all those things. So you look at yourself, mm -hmm. your parents, your dependents, mm. uh, yourself, loss of job, everything, all the assets that you have. Mm -hmm. Name them, houses, mm -hmm. uh, cars, uh, some valuables, even if you don't own a house. You are renting. The content mm -hmm. is yours. Mm -hmm. You've worked so hard to buy some furniture, some deep freezers, some fridge. You should be able to look at all those things and ask yourself a question. What if you come back from one day? from work one day and the freezer is mm. spoiled mm. or is bent. I mean, what happens? You have to save again or that house that you've managed to put up yourself. It took you 10 years. All your savings, your lifetime investment has gone into the building. Mm. What happens if you come back, you wake up one day and the house is no more because of a fire incident? Mm. I mean, that can hit you so hard. So you analyze, you look at yourself the various exposures you have, anything that can happen to you, and its financial implication for even your dependents or your, mm -hmm. your beneficiaries. If I Is this something see. I can do on my own or I need an expert? Because yes, so if, if I want to do a financial self-assessment, are there people who can say, Bernard, sit down, here's your income, here's your this, when I draw your equation, this is your risk profile. Or this is something common yeah, so sense can do. Asking all of us are not at the same level, so mm. level of land knowledge. So mm. you may not. It's not everybody who can do it perfectly. So you need to talk mm. to an insurance company and and tell them, okay, these are the things I have in my home. Okay, mm. I have this car. Mm. I have this equipment in the house. Blah blah blah. Or I have a small business. We are into this. Mm -hmm. How how can I take care of? these things so that if mm. there's an unfortunate event, I mm. don't suffer. Mm. So you explain your situation mm. to the insurance company and then based on that, they would advise you mm. on the necessary insurances you can put in place to mm. protect yourself. So the starting point is self-assessment. Yes. But what lifestyle changes does a person need to embark on in this journey to financial security? We need to change the mindset, the mm. mentality of spending on unnecessary things <laughs> you know we, we we can make room it will surprise you how much it will cost you to do insurance for your home for mm. the building for example mm. and you might be surprised that you may be throwing that money away in other things that are not necessary mm. so look at yourself mm. uh, somebody may be doing it but for you know they have the buffer and the insurances in place already look at your life and tell yourself that where do i uh, uh, what do i do all right Interesting. Now, so let's, let's come to the types of insurance coverage available. I have already broached that, but just for the clarity of purposes, there's life and non-life. And the non-life, but just refer, in Ghana, which is bigger, life or non-life? Uh, currently, non-life non -life is bigger. bigger. Yes. Probably has an older history in yes, Ghana as well. Course. And you've said motor is the number one, yeah. then there's also marine, then there's... Is health insurance a different kind of insurance? It's also part of the whole insurance arrangement. So there's health insurance, mm. even even uh, in some in some jurisdictions when it comes to even pensions, it's a form of insurance against your future. Okay. So it's also considered That's as part of the whole. But uh, I'm asking about health insurance in the sense that is health. You know, we have national health insurance, which is national. Yeah. But do we have? Do your companies do private health insurance, yes. or there are different companies that do those yes. things? So, so for enterprise group, we we have a subsidiary that is into health, health insurance. Okay. So organizations come up to see them to buy 
the product for their employees so that when you are not well, you go to the hospital, you present the card, and then you are taken care of. Mm. I mean, there are different types of packages. Mm. Depending on the package you choose, mm. it gives you a certain level of yeah. uh, uh, benefit. Yeah, but as a general principle, I know, as you said, life is more long-term than non-life. But what is peculiar about health insurance, is there something you need to know before you start? Because I'm, I'm asking this because a lot of people feel because there's national health insurance, they don't even need to do health insurance. But I also notice that a lot of older folk have a lot of health expenses. And a lot, many times they are not able to foot them. So, and I don't know how well developed the market is in Ghana. So any quick ideas about what to think about when you want to consider health insurance specially? Right, so for private health insurance, yes. uh, it provides or they provide a bigger scope in terms of the benefits you can get mm -hmm. in taking care of yourself mm -hmm. at the hospital. So normally it is a bit more expensive. The national health is national, it's government, so it's heavily it's subsidized. subsidized. I, mean, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you pay next to nothing, something yes. small, and then yes. off you go. But for private health, I mean, uh, uh, it comes with a bigger scope in terms of what uh, is covered, and then it's a bit expensive. Mm. It's a bit relative, ex relative to... to to the national health because and of course that it comes with more benefits so and i guess the the later you start the higher your premium so is this a general principle insurance that the earlier you start the the cheaper it is and if you wait too long your premium is higher because your risk profile gets higher is that is that the yes, way so even for let's say for life insurance mm -hmm. um beyond a certain age you may not get cover beyond a certain age. Sometimes it's 80, mm -hmm. depending on the insurance company. Mm -hmm. Some is 75, some mm -hmm. is 85, mm -hmm. and so on. Yes, but the older you are, the higher your premium will be because you are more prone to certain diseases because of your age, generally. But, but this is true for life and then for health. Yes. But not necessarily true for... Because if a 70-year-old man buys a Jaguar fresh from <laughs> from yard, mm -hmm. he's calculating his risk is different. Yes. In fact, his risk will probably be lower than a young man who's... Who drives recklessly? Yes. Mm -hmm. Currently, currently under the motor tariff, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, age is not really a factor. A factor. Yes. Mm -hmm. Unless the insurance company itself wants to consider that. But per the tariff that is uh, given to us by the regulator, mm -hmm. the National Insurance Commission, age really mm -hmm. is not a factor. Mm -hmm. Company by company may want to consider that, mm -hmm. but they have the right to do so. But because the tariff is the minimum mm -hmm. we are supposed to charge. So we can do any additions here and there where mm -hmm. we realize that Mm -hmm. A certain risk is more likely to occur, so we, we may tweak the, the, the word a bit. that you keep using in advertising is risk. Yes. So you can't do insurance without risk. Yes. Right now, so the question is, as a customer or as a person who is to be insured, my objective is to reduce my risk profile. Yes. To make myself more attractive to you. So what are some of your general thoughts around risk and how okay, so individuals and companies can reduce their risk to make everybody happier all right so for 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 risk insurance is a risk transfer mechanism where you you have a certain risk mm -hmm. you say you can't handle so you give it to the insurance company and they charge you something mm -hmm. promising you that should something happen they'll compensate you or reimburse you mm -hmm. for a certain specified amount mm -hmm. all right there are various measures you can put in place depending on the type of property or whatever the subject matter of insurance what mm -hmm. you are insuring mm -hmm. so for example if it's a warehouse with a lot of goods in it 
some of the things you can put in place to reduce your risk. Maybe smoke detectors, mm -hmm. fire extinguishers, the fact that the housekeeping is good, mm. the goods are packed on, a, on pallets, it's mm. not on the floor, mm. so that in case some small water, uh, some water comes into the warehouse, it doesn't damage the goods straight away, unless mm. it's a lot of water, it's a lot of flooding, then, okay, so do, those are measures normally we would even advise, and we do those risk assessments for free. When you are insuring a certain type of property, we come there, look at it, and then advise you, put this place, put that in place to, to limit the, the occurrence of the risk. We are still talking insurance with my guest Michael Otulabi, he is from Enterprise Insurance and today we are giving you all the fundamentals on insurance as part of our week of laying the right financial foundations. Now I know the financial topic is very important but I, I left it for the last because you need to remember some of the things being said. We are in very difficult financial times as a country, globally, actually. So now, what, are the, what should I keep in mind when I want to buy an insurance policy? When you want to buy an insurance policy, you should be clear what solution you need, mm. what your need is. What do I need? What am I seeking mm. to protect? Mm. You should be, there should be no ambiguity about it so that you don't take a policy and then something happens and then you tell us, oh, I thought the policy was meant to do it. So ask questions. Tell them what you need. Tell them your problem. Then a solution will be preferred, preferred for you. If you have questions, ask and know everything about it so you are sure what you are buying. I mean, it's often said, buyer beware. Be sure of what you are buying. Um, you need to disclose every material information to the insurance company so they know everything about the subject matter before they take it on board to say we are charging you X amount or Y amount. Um, it is important to also ensure for value, ensure at the right value, mm. avoid under-insurance. Under-insurance is where you know the market price of the, uh, the item is, let's say, 50000 But because you want to reduce the premium you are going to pay, you say it's uh, 20000 <laughs> So let me give you a typical, a typical example. So let's say uh, we are friends. Mm -hmm. You have an old car, you tell me you are selling it. Mm -hmm. We are party, so I talk, I beg, and then you have mercy on me, and you say, oh, this car, instead of that, I'm told it's going for 40000 on the market, but because we are parties, you give me thirty. When I'm, in, when I'm going to insure the car, I need to insure it at the forty, not, not the 30, at the 30, I got it. because nobody will give it to me at thirty. Yes, if we give you thirty, if something happens and the whole car is gone, and we give you 30000 you can't get the car because the price on the market is actually 40000 all right so generally for for insurance mm. if you underinsure and we get to know mm. we will we, we tell you that you are your own insurer for the uninsured portion all right you're on your, you your own for that part you're on your own we will just deal with the parts that you give us and mm. normally it will go against you so, so honesty is actually a better policy yes yeah, so mm. this full disclosure tell mm. them everything about the property or whatever it is mm. you're insuring explain your needs very clearly to them to mm. have a full understanding of what you need mm. so that the good uh, but i'm sure as an industry you have benchmark values for certain things so if i bring uh, Toyota Corolla, and I say it's five years old. Uh, I imported it from some place. If I said I bought it for 8,000 USD, I'm sure you are able to tell that 
based on the market value. This yes. is the real yes. value. So most often we'll prompt you to say, because even for some professionals, you're able to bring in cars, I don't know whether it's still happening, without paying duties. Yes. But when they are insuring, you they have need to, to insure, the back, they have the to value. add the duty because mm, mm. assuming you wanted to buy one on the market again, Without the duty, you may, you may not be able to get a similar car. Mm. So it's always important to ensure the right uh, value, full disclosure of every information about what you want to ensure. Don't say the car is a 2017 model when it is actually 1997. Mm. All right? Some of those things mm. can even make the contract void have an issue. Mm. So full disclosure for you. Know what you are buying. Understand fully your obligations under the policy. Get to understand it so that something doesn't happen. Because for every policy there are exclusions. Mm -hmm. Get to know some of them mm -hmm. so that you don't get yourself in trouble and then the insurance company will say we will not pay because mm. this is a clear exclusion under the policy. How different is insurance from investment? Alright, so for, for insurance uh, it is a promise to pay or to reimburse you or to compensate you should an unfortunate event occur. And those unfortunate events, we list them. So we specify the risk, give you a general idea. Right. So if that unfortunate event does not happen, there will be no obligation on the insurer to compensate you. Right. For investment, typically, you are promised a certain interest depending on the uh, investment vehicle you are using, you are buying, instrument you are buying. So uh, if it's a, a treasury bill or shares or whatever, there's a certain return mm. you expect. Okay, Some can be specified. Some depends on the volatility of the market, uh, particularly when it comes to shares. You can, it's not a, a, a done deal. It's not a straitjacket that mm. you get X amount. No. For these days, for mm. even insurance policies, mm. We, because we are being innovative all the time, we have components of the insurance policy that comes with some savings or, mm -hmm. if you like, some investment component where you can even do a cash uh, withdrawal after a certain number of years if you don't make a claim. Or uh, even for life policies, after a certain number of years, you can see there's a benefit that accrues to you which you can cash out uh, from the policy uh, uh, that you have taken. Mm. So to end, what will you tell our viewers? Final points about insurance that we should not forget. Two quick points. Important to protect yourself. Mm. Don't leave yourself exposed to, to, to nature, mm. to, to, to chance and mm. events. Mm. Insure yourself. Mm. Take an insurance policy. If you don't know what insurance policy to take, you can talk to an insurance broker. Mm. You can talk to the insurance company. We have also agents. You can talk to any of these people. They will be able to advise you on what, based on your needs, mm. on what insurance policy mm. will suit your need. Mm. Um, see insurance as very, very necessary. Mm. Very, very necessary for your daily living mm. so that in case something should happen, as I say, in case of in case it is. Yes. <laughs> you, you will not be crying for <laughs> because, Bernard, I tell you, sometimes the reason why people cry so much when uh, they lose their parents, that kind of thing, is because sometimes the person is the breadwinner, mm. all right? And uh, apart from the past fact that you are losing having somebody around you, you're also losing somebody who is financially mm. helping you. Mm. Um, it may be your fees, it may mm. be somebody you run to when mm. you're hard up and all of mm. that. Okay, so mm. it is important to secure yourself 
by buying an insurance policy. Always. And make sure you pay your premium, renew your policy when they expire. Don't leave it. Don't forget mm. about the renewal date and say yeah. you've chopped all your money. No. Make budget and plan. Mm. I know my policy expires in January every year. Okay. So when I get my December salary, I know 1,000 CDs yeah. or 500 or two, two CDs is going for insurance. Put Super. it down and, and renew your policy. Don't let it lapse. Protect yourself. Thank you, Michael Thank you very much. Michael is the uh, <laughs> senior manager for broker-led corporate distribution enterprise insurance and has been giving us the ABCs of insurance. Very insightful, very educative. Thank you, Michael. That's all we have time for for today's edition of the Effective Living Series. We'll be with you next time. Bye-bye. Effective Living Series, uh, talking about insurance fundamentals. Quick couple of announcements. ECGs uh, noticed with great concern the uncontrolled activity of bush burning, especially during the Hamatan season, which adversely impacts on the quality of power supply. These uncontrolled setting of fires to clear bushes ends up burning our network system, resulting in outages and inconvenience to our customers. This puts a heavy toll on our finances. Please be informed that ECG reserves the right to seek legal redress against offenders whose activities destroy our installations. Go to ecg.com.gh for more information. ECG, help us serve you better. Lashibi Funeral Homes is there to walk you through the painful process of the loss of a loved one. We've done this for over 21 years. From picking up the loved one through to burial and crematorium and funeral receptions, Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium will guide you through the process of selecting products and services to send your loved one off in a befitting way. Contact us on 0509-542-409 or email info at lashibifuneralhomes.com. You can also visit lashibifuneralhomes.com for more information. Lashibi Funeral Homes, dignity for the deceased, comfort for the bereaved. And the Heritage Christian College is at Amasaman behind the Olympic Stadium. We are affiliated to KNUST and accredited by GTEC. Programs offered include BBA, Accounting, Marketing, Human Resource Management, Banking and Finance, Business Information Systems, and more. We also have Bachelor of Theology, Bachelor of Information Technology, as well as tutorials for professional programs like ICA, CIMG, and ICM. Register by calling 54 777 or 0202-298-399. You can also dial star 789 star 300 as to buy an online serial number and apply on our website. Heritage Christian College offering world-class university education and training compassionate leaders.
All right, we're back on the uh, City Breakfast Show. Our time with Ghana, it's Commissioner. Resource person is Miss Edith Asarimensa. Mrs. Mrs. Sorry, they, they wrote Miss. A, a public health nurse. Uh, today we're talking about HIV testing. We have a short skit for you before we go into the conversation. Thank you. Have you tested for HIV? I have. I know many people shy away from taking an HIV test, mainly because they are afraid of the results. Certainly, knowing that you are HIV negative or positive is better than not knowing what your HIV status is. If your HIV test comes out positive, it means you should start treatment to keep you healthy. But if it is negative, then you can adapt practices to ensure that you remain negative. HIV testing is free and you can get a test done at a clinic, hospital or any accredited health facility. And within the next 10 minutes, you will know your results. The provider will cancel you before and after the result is disclosed to you. You don't have to be afraid of someone else getting to know your HIV status. The healthcare provider is trained to be discreet. If you take the test, you'll find out that it is nothing to be afraid of. The important thing is now you know what to do to protect your health and that of your loved ones. So go on and take the HIV test now and go along with your partner, a friend or family member. That is the right thing to do. This message is brought to you by Ghana AIDS Commission. Right. So, welcome to the segment, uh, Mrs. Asarimensa. Thank you very much. Uh, How are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's good to have you. So, who should take an HIV test? Thank you very much. You and I need to take an HIV test. Actually, everyone needs to take a test. More mm-hmm. so, especially those who want to enter relationship mm-hmm. and those who are sexually active generally. There's a need to take because you might not even know mm-hmm. that you have the virus until you take the test. And it's a way of establishing whether you are infected or not. Mm-hmm. For now, HIV looking, being looked at as a slim disease is no more. Mm-hmm. Why? Simply because we have the treatment available, which you take and be healthy and live longer. And of course, live a productive life. So how often should HIV tests be done? Good. Um, like I said, if you are sexually active and you don't even use condom, there's a need to also have the test. Mm-hmm. And Ideally, if you can, twice in a year, depending on whether you engage in risky behaviors. Of course, getting into casual sexual relationship. So there's a need to know your status. And of course, those who engage in casual sexual, sexual relationship, we encourage them that they can even go for the PrEP, the pre-exposure prophylaxis, so that they can actually have sex without condom. Because you might not even know whom you are interacting with. So if you're on the PrEP, which is the pre-exposure prophylaxis, at least it protects you whilst having the unprotected sex. But also there's a need to even couple it with the condom. It's very, very critical. Mm-hmm. So there's a need. And of course, some have sex and the condom might break. There's a likelihood that they will have an exposure. Even if you incur that danger, you can also go for the post-exposure prophylaxis, which we call the PEP. I see. Now, what happens during the testing and counseling session? Very good. Thank you. Of course, when you are going for testing, testing actually we have to. We have the provider-initiated testing, 
where the provider who is providing the care offers the test. Or a client may walk into a facility and want to establish whether he or she is positive. Mm -hmm. So the client initiated one. So what goes through, we normally take them through pre-test information given. Of course, they must appreciate what HIV is and what the test is and what is likely to be the outcome, whether it's negative or positive. And of course, our tests we conduct, the first one is not conclusive. If even if you react, there's a need to conclude by confirming the test in the health facility. Currently, people are using the self-test, and of course, they are encouraged to also go to the facility to confirm the test. Mm -hmm. So we take them through all this pre-test information, and after the test is done, we tell them this is your result. And then if you need help, we refer you to the nearest health facility you can obtain the care. Mm. Yeah. Is it possible to have a false positive test result? Thank you. It is. Why? Because it, it depends on where the kits are kept. Mm -hmm. So it's likely you may have a false positive. And normally people with TB mm -hmm. are likely to, re uh, to have a reaction when they do the test. So there's a need to actually establish the test again or... The time of reading the test probably was too early. Mm -hmm. You read the test, so it's likely you might have a false positive as a result. There could be other disease conditions which has actually have not been established. But with all this, in order to have a conclusive test, we actually encourage you to go for a repeat test so that we can conclude. Mm. And also, some people will have a false positive because they were, they were afraid. They didn't even wait to have the test run for them. They themselves went in. Mm. So we encourage. It's normally good to have an assist, assisted test where a healthcare provider will assist you because of their background, their capacity have been built to take you through the test. And the test that you must use in taking the test must not expire. Mm -hmm. Yes. It should be a test within the limit of read and uh, using it the period that it's been manufactured mm. so there's a need to have all these in mind before taking the test mm. yeah this is the city professor we're speaking on uh, hiv AIDS questions is our regular segment my guest is mrs edith asarimensa who's a public health nurse and today we're focusing on hiv testing now let's talk about having a negative hiv test result and still be carrying the virus is that also possible yeah it is it is because we have a period called the window period mm -hmm. and of course if i had an exposure today and immediately i was i got the infection and go to a facility to run the test mm -hmm. and i've been infected i may even show negative until i become a period we call seroconverted, where enough antibodies are produced mm -hmm. to be picked when the test is repeated again. So it's likely. So within this period, we encourage you to use condom, stay with one sexual partner, and also go for the repeat test. Either you could do it between two to six weeks, where it is well established. And that test, we also tell them, is not conclusive. Mm -hmm. There's a need to confirm the test. So it's likely you may be carrying the virus. That's why people test today. They say, I'm negative, especially if they have been exposed. Then they smile mm -hmm. all over. But the next time they go, they test positive. Mm -hmm. And that is the issue. So we need to be appreciate these periods we are in so that at least when you go for the test, you must do things right for yourself. So, but how can one be sure that the positive HIV test result is right? Thank you. So that's why we call for the confirmatory test. Uh -huh. So the first test actually doesn't uh, really pick the test that it tells you enough antibodies are produced. Uh -huh. But in order to conclude, for the test we run in Ghana, we run seri uh, serial testing. Currently, uh -huh. we are running three tests where we are exposed to pricking and also you take the test 
And then within 15 to 20 minutes, the test is read mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and your result is told you. But we are, we, even if you react, so the first test is a reaction. It's not conclusive, being positive. So we go through the second test, and then we run the third one where we establish that you are really positive. So don't rush after the first test. Run away and say, oh, this I'm positive. It's likely you may not be positive. So there's a need to go for a conclusive mm-hmm. test. Mm-hmm. And then currently there have been some test kits around on self-test mm-hmm. where people run. We encourage them. If you need help, mm-hmm. get to the nearest health facility. Speak to your healthcare provider mm-hmm. to run you through some counseling and of course, you appreciate. And if you test positive, please, I'm encouraging mm-hmm. that if you test positive, don't leave it there. Don't be going around telling about where someone told you, oh, it's someone, uh, it's a, be- a bewitchment, it's witchcraft, and all those things. Please go for the test. Taking antiretroviral is not something that anyone should fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because it's a treatment that is provided. Gone were those days when we started testing for HIV, we didn't have any medication. People were daring to have the medication. Currently, once you test and you are positive, they will be, you'll be put on antiretroviral. You take it and you do your normal things like any other person. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's like being on hypertensive drugs or mm-hmm. diabetes drugs, and mm-hmm. you go about your duties very well. Mm-hmm. So I'm encouraging, if you ever tested and you are told you are reactive or positive, mm-hmm. go back for a conclusive test and then immediately start your medication. The medications are free. Mm-hmm. You'll be offered. Don't feel shy. Days of stigma should be a thing of the past. Mm. Yes. So you've done the test. Yeah. You have your result. What sure. happens after? Good. You are taken through a post-test counseling okay. to explain to you what the test result means, mm-hmm. either positive or negative, and what happens when the virus remains in your body if you are positive. Mm-hmm. The fact that at a point in time, your immune system will give up. Mm. And that is where you have other conditions we call the opportunistic infections. Mm-hmm. setting in and today you are sick tomorrow you are not well and it, it calls for people to ask questions mm-hmm. but to have, avoid all these questions i would encourage people who have reacted mm-hmm. go for the confirmatory test start your ERB because now as soon as you get pos- you become positive you are started on medication ruling out other physiological conditions so that at least you can be on the medication then avoiding the medication people begin to ask what is wrong with you and then they tell stories around it mm-hmm. So it's best going for the test. If you are positive, go for medication. If you are even negative, you are also taking true counseling, where we preventive counseling, where you encourage to use condom if you want to have sex with someone you don't know the status. Mm. And it's very, very important to note these key things. Mm. Yeah. Where can we get more information about all of this? Thank you very much. I think when you go on the Internet, there's a lot. Ghana AIDS Commission and National AIDS Control Program has a lot of information. You can even walk into a health facility, uh-huh. and then if you need information, go and find out what about HIV. Currently, we are using differentiated uh, care in HIV, where all facilities are providing HIV. Gone were those days when you are asked to go to this point. Uh-huh. But in a health facility at any unit, you are offered the testing. Even if you go for an eye screening uh-huh. and you want to have your status known, you can establish your status there. Wonderful. So it is free. Thank you very much for coming on this week, Mrs. Edith Asarimensa, public health nurse. We're discussing HIV AIDS. This week we're focused on testing. Take the test. Make sure you have the right result. Seek counseling. Seek help. It's not a death sentence. There's a lot you can do knowing your status because with HIV, as with every other thing, knowledge is power. Thank you very much. We'll see you next time. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. 
Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. Morning has been a bit of uh, uh, politics and local governance. I feel the Godfrey situation with this house gives, a, community. gives us <laughs> gives us a chance to develop a bigger conversation later on later. into how to make local governance work. And I feel for 2024, we must bring local government back into the conversation. 2023, you mean, or for the elections? The, see what I'm saying? Is that let's let's make it let's mainstream it uh-huh, okay. so that whatever whoever presents. That is part of the, oh, yes. the reform because oh, we yes. know that development cannot happen without that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are talking about the NDC, mm-hmm. and I feel there are okay. Some a couple of messages. Uh, this one says, As much as I disagree with the harsh decision by uh, Chairman General, and so consider the decisions, the reasons given as untenable, I want to appeal to the rank and file of the NDC members to remain calm whilst we look forward. And by we, it means just Adobe, <laughs> look forward to amicable resolution of this decision. Meanwhile, let's not lose sight of the bad governance of the MPP. Okay, Jones is doing his usual politics. You see, the NDC in presenting themselves as the next alternative do not need all the blurry uptakes in the public, which makes them look bad. They need to present themselves as a party who take the views and perceptions of the public into considerations. Uh, for me, this is a lesson to the president. He must learn from Meda Zilex Duane in London. Um, good morning. I see who wants to make himself god of NDC. What that means is that he wants to be single-handedly picking anybody and whoever he likes as either an MP or a presidential candidate. 
Kekeli has a question. Is it not interesting for a party who has criticized governments, the government for a lack of consultation to be here complaining to us about a lack of consultation hmm. in their own circles? Hmm. Hmm. I think the change was necessary. The past <coughs> leadership of the minority looked dull when discussing issues on the economy. Kudos to the current leadership. Uh, at Adabraka, and I believe this, Adabraka, this is becoming the feature of the headquarters at Adabraka. Well, we are not far from there, so we, yeah. we, are, we know both. <laughs> Adabraka, yeah, and this one says Babamu from Tamale. I remember vividly when Sami Jeffy described Harun Adrisu as a naked leader. Interesting mm. days ahead. I suspect a deliberate attempt by the current leadership of the NDC to weaken or thwart the political fortunes of Anabu Arena, but unfortunately, in the part of uh. Tamale's South constituents, their plot will go nowhere. So I think the point is watch this space. Yes. Oh, yeah. For the MPP. Yeah, yeah because um, as I understand it, the, the neck end of year is, mm. is coming up. The president is expected to return uh, later this evening, most likely. Hey, uh, he's not back? Abroad. And, then, on Monday. and then there will be uh, consultations and decisions regarding. Mm how to sharpen the attack of the MPP in Parliament. That's what we are picking up. It's more the defence. And there is a strong push for a younger blood uh, to take up the role and face the NDC side. So you should not be surprised if announcements get made mm. as to in the coming days. Yeah, elevations uh, most likely and then a new front line uh, being assembled. Um, to, to deal with the NDC's uh, hmm. new vigor. Um, so Wonderful. we are picking very interesting. Thank you very much, Mr. Sky. Thank you, God bless. <laughs>